dirty. I like it. All right. So this is Russ Payne here with Role Playing Public Radio. We're playing Old School Hack at Gen Con 2011 with uh, the game's creator, Kieran Robertson. Yes, Kieran okay. Robertson. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be running. And we have Simeon, Meg, Caleb, and me. So. Yo. Woo! I will not be playing a southern hero tonight. <laughs> there will be no voices like that. And I have been listening to some of your guys' actual plays uh, and, and, and enjoying them when I have the time. Uh, well, yeah, uh, we played Fiasco uh, on Wednesday night. And I was the uh, detective slash Knight Templar. He was the southern heiress. You know? gotcha. I declare. Man, isn't Fiasco just like bottle awesome? It is. Now that I understand <laughs> it's how it's it quick, plays. It's quick, it's sweet, it hits yeah. all your buttons, it's like a who. It was it's, my first game, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's a heck of a lot of fun. Um, well, I'm excited that you guys have played before and have some familiarity, but I guess for the benefit, we'll run through yeah. things a little more vocally. Thank, me. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, are you a noob? Yeah, totally. Awesome. I actually, so am I. I. I've looked at the PDF, but I have not actually like memorized the rules. So do we have to... So, uh, old school act, uh, reimagining of basic D&D. Uh, you have the basic seven classes. Um... Uh, four oh, human classes and uh, three no, demi-human classes to use the last term. Uh, and sort of once you pick a class, that's your class. Nobody else gets to play it. Okay. So there's a little bit of niche protection oh, nice. for, uh, for for getting, be the, getting to be the best at what you do. Does anyone mind if I play the goblin? No, go for it. Alright. Um... I will. I want to eat things. Be. Uh, I will be the fighter. We'll fight things. Surely everything will go great as a result of that. Okay. Uh, does Does old school hack have There's like pre-made deities for clerics? It's completely up to you. All right, I will make up a deity then. That's <laughs> on the fly <laughs> to worship right. with all my might. I think I'll go with my theme of this Gen Con playing magical people. Okay. I'm usually fighter types in all my other games. Well, you were a so. cat burglar for Fiasco, so. It's true, it's true. Cool, we have a cleric, a fighter, magic user, and a goblin. So uh, just uh, take a look at underneath it says it's got like a little description of the class. And uh, then you have your inherent and your limitation. Uh, so just read your inherent really quick so that uh, you can help me remember that you can do cool stuff. Uh, the limitation is just a little bit of role-playing fluff. It's purely optional. Um, feel free to love it or reject it as, as you wish. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in the classic mold, uh, you get to roll attributes. Um, I don't quite do it in order, but what you do for this game is um, uh, you would roll 2d10. And I've got a bunch of dice here, if you guys don't. Um, roll 2d10 and add them together, and uh, obviously 0 equals 10 on these. Okay, yeah. Um, and... Uh, do we that uh, for the attributes on the other one for each? Exactly. Okay. You have six attributes. So okay. uh, you roll 2d10, you look it up on the chart on there and see what the bonus is, and then you put the bonus in one of your attributes. Okay. Okay, so we get to choose where they go. Well, kind of. Okay. You, you get to choose where they go in order. Uh. So if you, roll, if you roll well, put that in something you like. If you roll poorly, put it in something you don't care about. Okay. And like the last couple rolls, you kind of could be good, could be bad, you know. Uh, I see. So we have to deal with each roll as we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I need a writing pencil. Oh, I got. I have a bunch of those as well. Yeah, do you want as well? 
Caleb Blue. Uh, actually, here are some pencils. A catapult pencil. Yes. Cool. You roll two D10s? Yeah, two D10 and add them together. <laughs> I did not fake that. So. Oh, look at that. The rare 20. Uh, no, not my sharp <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like you might go with uh, so, a brawn, probably, because yeah. uh, I am a fighter. I mean, that's a single best That's one. the classic mall. The nice thing uh, about old school hack is that the attributes are not necessarily related to combat okay. prowess. So okay. if you want to play something irregular, uh, the game kind of works okay that way as well. Uh, you can play a, a strong magic user, a weak fighter. Actually, in that case, I will play Daring as mine because then I am going to be, you know, the bravest fighter ever. I love it. So you'd actually put plus five. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, and if you, if you get tired of flipping your, your sheets, there's yeah. another chart there. Oh, my dice just went there's a chart abyss. for you guys. Awesome. Your sharp edge dice? Yeah, and it just disappeared into oh, nothingness. Yeah. Oh, Lost yeah. game science, and those are yeah. rare jewels. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sad. All you have to do is just walk every inch of the floor with bare feet. And you'll have a painful discovery. God, you think they'd be easier to spot in a no, room like just, this. No, it disappeared off the face of the earth. Wow. This is, anyways, you know what's funny is that those dice are not supposed to roll. You know, like this whole Oh, look at that. Man, it's got some heat on it. Four. Awesome. <laughs> Four. Good. Let's Minus see. two. I will definitely be cowardly. Four. I have two minus one so far. Oh, sorry. It, it happens. Uh, minus two. Fifteen. Let's see here. Nine. I have a zero. I mean, you don't have to be a goblin. You want to play like a troll or oh, I guess uh, like a large dog or <laughs> a large dog. I mean, I mean, feel free to you know twist twist things however you you you, you like. Fourteen. That's not bad. Oops. Yeah, these are like the cheapo ball pencils. So <laughs> it's all good. Can't suck at times. Ooh. All right. Nice. Okay, so now you got a little bit of an impression. I am the most daring. Oh, uh, yeah. your bonus is what you write in here. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so you should look it up. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't see it. Okay, okay. cool. All right. Uh, so the next thing I want to come up with... Um, <laughs> Did you get a 20? I got a 3. <laughs> I got an, so I got an 18. So only a minus two. I think four, I think. Whatever you put it in. I'm going to be really socially inept. I am about, I am anti-cunning. I Here's am. my charm. Could be anything. Not bad. Eleven. Not bad. Eleven. I think that's a zero. Yeah. Zero. Four. Damn. 
awesome. <laughs> bad stats. Yeah. Awesome. Really bad. So you're sort of more negative and positive there? The old, yeah, I got minus one, zero, minus one, plus two for commitment, minus two, minus two. If, if you if you absolutely can't play a second player, you're welcome to reload it. If, uh, reload it. Uh, retry. <laughs> All I play is second player. Sure, sure. Or if you want to try playing a second player, that's pretty awesome. And it might give you some awesome We need to have at least one player death in this game, I'm just saying. <laughs> totally your call. I mean, what should my god be? What should I worship? Uh, so play, playing two. Uh, I'm open to once. suggestions. <laughs> no, no, no. Just read. Just try again. Sorry, three roll here. What? Sorry. Sure. I mean, I want you to know, separate fantasy. Uh, that that is a second uh, character. Although some people can embrace this. And I could have something you worse. Could, uh, and if that's the case, then I will just embrace fast it. Fast and play like it. a cat girl, like you're anonymous. <laughs> No. Better? Nothing. Um, Dracula? Uh, so for those of you Dracula's kind of like Or to fandom like as a concept. Got your attributes <laughs> and you maybe have like anything that promotes something that uh, is fanish or fanboyish. So nice. Dressing up. Uh, now that you have maybe a little bit of more of a sense of your character, yeah. uh, strengths and weaknesses, uh, you just need to write a very short description underneath your character name okay. of, of your character. If you look at your class side, you can see, for instance, being a cleric, you're a first level acolyte. Okay. You can incorporate that if you want, but just trying to think about three words sort of description whether you want to be you know a curious prestidigitator or a skulking little bastard or uh you'd be a perfectly nice Cthulhu mythos cleric you went with the Cthulhu really perfect yeah that's uh that's exactly kind of right uh all right, so much better. Nice. Yeah. And honor your character, I'm no in my fighter pickle. You used up all your be able to stop. It's a bigger I know. I have plus five in daring. It's going to be awesome. Bartleby Biggles. Endearingly earnest otaku. I know. I love it. All right. He's just so genuine, you have to like him. Uh, and after you sort of come up with that, you want to look at your list of talents on your class side and pick one of them. Um, and uh, you can see that the talents kind of come in different flavors. Uh, you got little symbols there, and there's a little key at the bottom of the sheet. Oh, you only pick one? Okay. Illustrates that. The, the flavors might be kind of familiar. Um, the little circles mean they're constant talents. They're either always on, or you can do them as much as you want. The little swords, those are arena talents. Okay. Uh, you kind of do them sort of once per area, and you can't do them again until you move. Okay. Um, and then you have rusted talents, which you, uh, once used, you can't use again until you, like, take a break, essentially, from the game. Okay. Uh, some of the talents, uh, especially, like, some of yours, uh, have a little hourglass. That just means that they're focus talents. Which means that if you use them in combat, um, you have like a short period of vulnerability before it goes off. And if you get uh, damaged before that happens, you fizzles. You kind of okay. So we just pick one of these. You just pick one of the talents, whatever you feel like you're you're liking the most. Uh, don't worry, you get new talents pretty quickly and easily. So if there's if you're spoiled for choice. I'll do Armor of Scars, so I can just, let's see here. 
Because I'll do prayers if that hurt. So. Be reliable, Clarence. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I have to I'm going to metagame it. Sister Mary has never lost in time and space. I kind of want to do work the room and just talk about how great my God is. Because yeah. you totally start <laughs> worshiping my God, seriously. Um, so once you pick the talent, and you can see sort of like those, I mean, uh, the sort of the three sections on the character sheet for whichever talent you choose, but don't worry yeah. too much if you accidentally put a constant talent in the right. uh, after rest box or whatever. Right. Uh, next thing you want to do is choose a weapon. Uh, in this game, you can use any weapon you want. Uh, and frankly, as far as I'm concerned, the more creative, the better. Uh, so if you want um, if you want to be a wizard who shoots a magic wand, uh, put down a magic wand. If you want to be a dwarf that hits people over the head with a keg of ale, that's totally an option. Uh, nunchucks made out of chickens. There's, I've seen all sorts of zany stuff. Uh, the only thing that's important is that your weapon has to fall under five categories. Okay. So, um, so and basically sort of each type of weapon uh, gets a little bonus depending on what environment you use it in. So, for instance, if you were to choose some sort of light weapon, yeah. that gives you a little bonus when you fight in tight arenas, so in alleyways or Can it be or irony? Can, I mean, is that too vague of a weapon? <laughs> uh, I have seen that played Okay, things like that. Um, You're the worst. Uh, as, long as, you sort of, as, long as you can sort of, as long as you can sort of shoehorn it into one of the categories. Okay. Uh, so irony might be like a ranged weapon, uh, which gives you a little bonus in sort of oh areas of, of, uh, wow. of, of no cover. Open. Okay. Well, uh, I won't do irony. That's too obvious. Then, so. uh, if you use a reach weapon, that gives you a little bit of a bonus in sort of hazardous arenas, so like okay. crumbly rooftops or fighting next to lava pits. Uh, definitely handy to have something reachable. And uh, heavy weapons. Um, Heavy weapons are heavy. Uh, let me briefly explain encumbrance. Uh, for those of you that have a bonus in your brawn, mm -hmm. uh, the bonus of your brawn, uh, some things you guys find in the game are going to be heavy things. Mm -hmm. And uh, your bonus is how many heavy things you can carry and still be a wild adventure jumping around and doing crazy stuff. Uh, if you carry more heavy things than brawn, Okay. Uh, basically, you kind of fail at everything you try to do until you put it down. I gotcha. So, uh, if you have the brawn for it, uh, you can wield a heavy weapon that gives you a little bonus in dense arenas, which are like crowded ship decks or market squares or forests. Okay. Uh, and then, last but not least, there's very heavy weapons, very heavy things, kind of too heavy things. So, uh, you're a pretty burly fighter. Uh, yeah. You'd be able to carry a very heavy Well, weapon. I put my plus five in Daring. I do have a plus three in Brawn. Yeah, though, so, so that's yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, if uh, you have zero brawn, you can carry one heavy item and be encumb um, encumbered. If you have a negative brawn, you can't really carry anything heavy. Sorry. So how about this? Tell me. Doing as my talent control portal. Um, I'm thinking that for my weapon, you know how door handles have like the long thing kind sure. of attached to them, like in between the handles. Sure. You know, just like part of the handle with like the long kind of pointy sort of thing right. as like the a light weapon. Sure. Why not? I love it. <laughs> Uh, it, it, figure out a name for it, or just call it, you know, bed knob spiky thing, or whatever. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah, me see the list. Sure. Uh, the different categories of weapons also have other slight little perks. 
So if you have a, uh, normally when you attack something in the game, you roll two d ten. If you have a light weapon, you actually get to roll three d ten and drop the lowest. If you have a reach weapon, like your armor class goes up a little because you can kind of keep people at bay. Uh, if you choose a ranged weapon, you tend to go first in combat because you can shoot people uh, far away too. Uh, and heavy weapons do a little bit more damage. And very heavy weapons do a little bit more damage, and if you roll it well, they do even more damage. Um, uh, the, the only thing I would recommend is that among the party, try to kind of cover more than one category, or try to cover a variety of categories. So no matter where you guys are fighting, at least one of you is a little bit better. Uh, um, what's your talent? Uh, armor of scars. What about you, fighter? Um, I'm thinking. I don't know. The first things that come to mind. I don't. I'm not going to do irony. That's too obvious. I'm thinking about either statuary or peasantry as a weapon. I love it. Big uh, old caber, or just a statue you picked up somewhere. That's yeah. Um, peasantry. So you just throw peasants. Or how about architecture? <laughs> like architecture. <laughs> Anything architecturally related. So Doric, Corinthian. What kind of pillar are we talking about here? <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> you talking specify. architecturing. Um, uh, arch- like not entire buildings, obviously, but parts of them. You know, like doors or windows or like uh, pieces of statuary or something like that. So something I grab from a built constructed building or something like that. So uh, I mean, no one's ever kind of gotten quite that abstract. Okay, but you can always say I'm just carrying the last heaviest item I saw. <laughs> okay. Um, can I say I have uh, literature about my god? And as a light like weapon, and so I'm just throwing it at people until they're literally so you got a big buried, stack of books buried in anoint like, uh, pamphlets. <laughs> All right, so really like pamphlets. A Mormon, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Have you found Shazazaz of Baranthom? Exactly. <laughs> um, I, 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 I had a golden one. Yeah, I'm going to do statuary. It's a cannibalistic cookbook. Nice. <laughs> uh, which you would often throw at people in much the same manner. Is that a light so, weapon or a ranged weapon? Uh, it, it's up call? to you. I mean, you gotta, you kind of got to argue for it. If you make I'll say it's paper. So how many categories well. is uh, my favorite light. weapon supposed to be in? Only one. You choose one of the categories. Okay, have heavy, statuary. Okay, so. heavy or very heavy? Uh, let me read the difference. Oh, very the, the only difference is that very heavy uh, yeah. sometimes does even more damage. Yeah, I'll do very heavy. Hey, are you angry? Yes. How's it going? Have a seat. Kieran. Nice uh, to meet you. Nice, it's a pleasure to meet you. And congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you are, however, the late person, which means you are down to the last three glasses. Um, this being a little bit of a first come, first two is kind of. Oh, I appreciate you sending me the message. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Um, and yeah. I'm actually really glad that you've uh, played before, so you might be able to kind of burn through some of the character creations yeah, that I've already. Uh, this is being recorded. Yeah, oh, I'm um, okay. Ross Bade with Roleplaying Public Radio recording for that. So, and you are. Fantastic. I'm the angry DM. Oh, cool. I yes. love A pundit, <laughs> if you will. A, uh, a blogger. And nice. They're, they're getting more and more popular these days. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I count as a blogger. I haven't updated in about eight months. So, you have opinions. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll just do a statue. Uh, statue of the last foe I defeated. You know? Love it. Um, and just carry it around and hammer it into anyone else. Questions by daring. All right, I have a really what large you, dragon you with for? nails stuck to it. It's gonna okay. be, be my, uh, my um, really long, like a gold and silver. Okay, so we got oh, we got yeah. a reach, we got a heavy, we got a ranged. I'm very heavy. Am I ranged or, or light? 
What's up to you? you I, I was gonna be light if you want, or uh, I'll be rage. No, I'll be rage. I will throw. I you said you were throwing. I will people, chuck so I sort of literature at people. You know. I'll be I'll be just confused when it hurts them. I tied rocks so the paper would fly straight. <laughs> it all depends on the binding. <laughs> At least now you have something to blame bad rolls on. Can I get a D12? Of course. There you are. Um, so now that you've picked a weapon, uh, everybody needs to pick an armor. And once again, armor can be whatever you want. So if you want to wear a bunch of pots and pans hanging off your shirt, uh, if you want to wear you know a bamboo samurai outfit, Whatever. Uh, once again, it's just got to fit into four categories. One of four categories. One of four categories. And uh, two of the categories are heavy. So, again, pay attention to that brawn bonus. Okay. Uh, if you do not, if you, do, if you can't afford any more to carry any more heavy stuff, you have a choice of no armor. Does very heavy count as more than one? Like Yes. I, uh, very heavy counts as two heavy things. Okay. So I can't. So I have a plus three bonus, so I, and I have a very heavy weapon, so I can only have Exactly. Hand. So you can't wear very heavy armor. If you pick the heft talent, you would okay. be able to. Okay. But, uh, I picked uh, armor of scars. So, so uh, your choices are uh, no armor at all. So, you know, if you want to fight in a loincloth or wizard robes and hat, whatever. Uh, or light armor. Studded leathers, whatever you like. Uh, heavy armor. Or very very heavy armor. Why would anyone fight in no armor? Uh, well, if you fight with no armor, it's totally awesome. And if you manage to survive a fight doing that, you automatically get two free awesome points. No armor. Uh, which, are very handy for, which are very handy for recharging spells. So there's an incentive if you're... If, so if you're, you're a, a madman who runs around hitting people with statues? Yes. Uh... It's, a, it's an interesting character concept, yeah. Um, now, as a cleric, uh, I'm sure you remember that your inherent means that you get a little bonus as long as you are totally busting out your holy symbol. Or okay, you have it like emblazoned on your shirt. As long as you're sort of like very obviously trying to be uh, representative. I'll say god. we have to cosplay our god, and she looks like an anime character. So uh, I have a mid <laughs> Uh I have to constantly keep my hair spiked. I have to stop if people want to take pictures of me. Uh, so, yeah, write down your armor and your armor type. And then you can calculate your armor class from this. So it's eight uh, for mine since I'm wearing no armor. Right? You get no armor. Indeed. Uh, and then you have a reach weapon? Yes. Uh, reach weapons actually advance you a whole category. Oh, really? I believe. Let me actually take a peek here. Yes. Reach weapon advances you a whole category. Being, wearing your holy symbol only gives you an extra point. Okay. Uh, and you're just going for the Roman wizard hat, or? You know, I think I might wear uh, some curtains. I love uh, like, like, like rod and all. <laughs> what was it? Curtains, like oh, curtain yeah. rod. Oh, yeah. There's a very sort of architecture sort of theme going on in the game so far here. Well, well I'm, I'm the door whisperer. <laughs> and sometimes curtains can serve as doors. Sure. Wow. Uh, so you might put curtains and then you decide if that's no armor or light armor. I, I, it's light armor. It, it's, Perfect. you know, some Sure, it's some thick, drapes. it's thick burlap and uh, maybe there might be a window stuck in there somewhere. <laughs> it's light armor? Where, where am I adding All right, well, I'm wrapped in chains and it's light armor. So um, maybe sure. it's not many chains. Oh, you know, there's there's elbow room for interpretation here. But that gives uh, me, it still gives me the heavy armor bonus, right? Uh, if it's heavy armor, 
Then you're at 12. If it's light armor, you're at 10. But with the reach weapon? Yes, you are right. With the reach weapon, you, you're, at, you're at 12 in your armor class there. Awesome. Um, uh, it sounds like none of you are really going heavy, so I'm not going to worry too much about shields. How are you doing here? Uh, cool, okay, so we have a very daring, and you chose the... Uh, the dwarf yep. classic. Oh, absolutely. Glad to hear it. <laughs> um, so just we'll get over this. Cool. Uh, so most of us, we got weapons, we got armor, and uh, next thing to do is look at your class sheet again and take a look at your starting equipment list, which is a little gray box in the corner. Read that and get a sense <laughs> of the kind of stuff you have handy, um, and you also uh, roll some of your starting point. I already yeah. did that. Uh, you already did that. that. Okay. Yeah, did You're you, uh, playing the goblin? Yes. Uh, so you just sort of like ransacked like various odds and ends off of adventures that have wandered okay. into your dungeon. Um, and uh, often for like the one shots, instead of having you like look at everybody's sheets and figuring out what you're doing, you just kind of have like three free items. Awesome. That you can decide later in game, oh, well, I just happen to have, as long as it's sort of like on the mundane equipment list of adventuring, you know, you've, you've, you've got a couple of those in your back pocket. Awesome. I have a pouch of stuff. Perfect. And some rats. So that can be very handy. Nice. I decided Bartleby Bigglesworth is a liberator. He defeats tyrants and evil kings, and that's why he can't wear armor. He has to be liberated himself. So. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you uh, elaborated on that. Because the, uh, the last and final, the most important yeah. part of character generation is that everybody needs to come up with an adventuring goal. Okay, uh, If you right. look at the class side of your sheet, uh, you've got a little box to write in. Uh, for a nice one-shot, an adventuring goal should be something that's reasonably feasible. Uh, you can try and save the world, but it's probably not something we're going to get done. Um, and, 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 and the more specific, specificity, the better. Uh, and, and definitely something to have fun with if you want, if you're uh, in the classic adventuring trope, if your village was marauded by slavers, uh, or uh, I mean, I'd love to see you even more creative. You're welcome to uh, roll on a random list. And uh, I would like to steal a magic item from one of the other PCs. There you go. Uh, that may not be an adventure goal you want to share, but I uh, want to liberate something from tyranny. Liberate me from tyranny. No, I can't believe it. It's too easy. Uh, it's okay if it's easy. I was thinking. You can be a simple-minded adventurer. <laughs> I was thinking that I've got this knife in my starting equipment. If I could just carve a symbol in every doorway that I encounter. Now that doesn't sound simple at all. That sounds like an epic quest that could spawn dungeon upon dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> dungeon of a million and one doors. Clearly, you are a, a door fixated sorcerer <laughs> of sorts. I'm just going to uh, try and convert people to my deity. A classic cleric as many as I can. <laughs> I call it. I'll call it checking them out, though, because I'm an endurance. Plenty of statue I could beat somebody to death with. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Stop. Uh, Scott, you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> That's a very fantasy. I'm thinking classical. Postmodern <laughs> one. <laughs> Postmodern one that doesn't exist. Uh, uh, I guess so in the interest of just rolling right on, on out. Um, Can I interview you, sir? What's my guild? 
you are a stalwart band of uh, fairly fresh adventures, uh, having gotten together to seek fortune, glory, fame, doors, uh, topiary, and uh, statuary, and of course, converts. Yes. Um, tragically, uh, the civilized area where you guys have gone to adventuring school or whatever your previous life has been uh, has been pretty boring. And so you are extremely excited to uh, head out to the frontier and seek out those dangerous uh, lands on the edge of civilization. It's beautiful. Um, indeed. Square. <laughs> uh, so you guys have uh, you've put passage on a ship out to a town on Mistwatch. Mistwatch is known as sort of the uh, the gateway to adventure and danger, uh, the town on the borderlands, if you will, um, with strange mysteries beyond it. There we go. Don't forget that door as we walk into the ship. Uh, it, of course. Um, so uh, uh, Mistwatch lies on the other side of a great desert. Um, so you guys have a passage aboard uh, like a sand ship, like a little skimming craft that zooms across the sands, uh, and uh, uh, it's captained by a single old guy named Dolwart, who um, seems pretty obsessed with uh, keeping his rune engine or whatever clean of sand, so he's always sort of in the hall. And uh, it's been a couple days on this journey. Um, and a little kind of boring, to be frank. <laughs> Uh, you, you got a little bit of cabin fever. You've carved on that door so many times now that it's getting a little bit weak. Yeah. Um, I begin talking to the statue. And, uh, <laughs> but the, the, the advantage is, is that you guys start to get to know each other really well. Uh, sometimes probably uh, getting on each other's nerves to some extent. So what I'd like to do is uh, we'll just kind of go around in circles and you guys can kind of talk a little bit about your character, uh, what he's good at, what he's wearing, what his talent is, what your goals in life are if you want to reveal it. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, my character is uh, Shez Zazareth Barathom, <laughs> which is the name of my deity. Come, come again? Uh, Shez Zazareth Barathom. Um, you, ha- you have to take the name of the deity to be in my religion. You also have to dress exactly like the deity at all times. <laughs> and you have to do your best to have as many people as possible paint you as the deity. So uh, it's like the opposite of Islam. You're supposed to imitate and represent your god as much as possible. A um, like female for me. So, uh, yeah, I, I wear a, a midriff arbored shirt, despite being a male, uh, <laughs> with angel wings on the back, and a pink spiky, like, Saiyan hairdo, and a mini skirt, because nice. my, my deity happens to be female, but... That shouldn't stop you. It's pretty cool. Hey, don't, don't you me. guys should check it out. You guys should totally. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some literature sweet. if you want. I, uh, I imagine that's gotten pretty old. <laughs> there haven't been very many. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, and, and, and clearly, perhaps a little bit frustrated at the lack of large, heavy things aboard this craft. Yes. Uh, Bartleby Bigglesworth, a son of Grignor, son of Argon, son of. You know, Og. Uh, the uh, the I am a I am from a clan of barbarians who tr- craves only freedom from all forms of tyranny. So, uh, as upon reaching adulthood, I had to go and defeat a tyrant in order to prove my manhood. So I found a peaceful king and immediately beat him to death with the statue. His people had lived, you know, lovingly put together for his long peaceful reign because um, he was a tyrant. And uh, so now I carry the statue with me as my weapon of choice. You're a really bad revolutionary. <laughs> I am an anarchist.
circus barbarian. It's a, it's a hell of a resume for a first level fighter, but I like it. Son of lots of things. Yes, so I hate I hate law. All hail chaos and so, so on and so forth. I am Constance Gate Gardier. Um, I'm a scrawny little kid. You know, not too young, but definitely lacking some experience, who uh, was brought up by a family of gatekeepers, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a little off, you know, I've, I've bangs that hang low in front of my eyes, I kind of, you know... Shrugged up in in my cloak as I crouch in corners and carve little symbols on doorways, <laughs> stroking them gently and, and whispering lovely, lovely things to them. Um, you know. Bartleby has no problems. With it. He's, this is completely normal. I'm 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 not that uh, unapproachable for all of my off-putting habits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm Morzuk. I'm about three feet tall and three feet wide. The <laughs> <laughs> rotund. I don't. I don't quite see everything that's happening around me, but I have a tendency to disappear um, when you least expect it. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty brash and uh, like to push people around that are twice my size, preferably twice my size. <laughs> and I like dead and dried rats. Nice. There are goblin with anger management issues. <laughs> Pretty classic. <laughs> 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 you I am Vrigdag Nardvis. Scarred dwarf veteran. Wearing only a kilt, because I like a good breeze in my bits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're liberated. <laughs> Liberation! <laughs> Carrying what I refer to as a maul, but it is basically just a brick on a stick. <laughs> we are well armed. Can I, I just say that? I am ridiculous, ritually scarred, and do not talk about it. Thank you very much. And the moment that we get on the ship, I cling to the rail and do not leave it for the rest of the voyage. Because the floor is not supposed to move and I am not supposed to be surrounded by water. Oh, I thought you were just staring majestically uh, off oh, no. in the distance. I'm staring majestically <laughs> straight down and emitting odors and noises. All right. So it's worse than that. There's no water to be seen. This is a sand ship. Oh. Scooching over the, uh, the desert sand. Well, you know what? That's even more unnatural. <laughs> it really is. Uh, well, these, these are awesome characters. Uh, and these in the center of the board here are awesome points. <laughs> and anytime anybody does something awesome, says something awesome, or comes up with something awesome, or has an awesome thought about what's going on uh, that you think is awesome, you should reach in there and give them an awesome point, which can be used in a variety of ways uh, in the game. And I got a couple of maybe cheat sheets here for how you can use them. Sweet. Um, I didn't get one. Uh, yeah, sorry. Got to share. It's okay. I'm a, I'm a sharing kind of goblin. Uh, so indeed, it has been uh, several days aboard the um, the sandcraft, which uh, dull words probably means something horribly inappropriate, like a brazen strumpet or something. And uh, um, and you guys are sort of scooting along, big flat desert. Uh, 
seeing nothing but sand for far too long, uh, getting to know each other far too well, probably. Dwarf, um, <laughs> what smells are you emitting? <laughs> Why are they different every day? We eat the same food. <laughs> Would anyone like to paint me? Uh, a lovely picture of me in this outfit. I'll paint you. Well, yes. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to try to evade the mole. Okay. Now, what's that? Sued by that. Okay. Hey, give me your bread. Don't talk about food. I'll give you bread if uh, you would hear me talk about the glory of Shazarazapazathirabal. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's probably going to talk about whether you give him bread or I'll not. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, indeed, tempers are getting a little frayed. Uh, and uh, cabin fever has set in. Uh, and it's a question over who's sort of been paying attention and still has their wits about him. So everybody should roll an awareness check. Uh, oh, yeah, D12. To make an attribute check, you roll a D12. Uh-huh. Add the appropriate attribute. Ooh, that terrible. Nine. Ten. Six. Six, indeed. Bartolino's all. Awareness, you said? Yes. Oh, goodness. Can you only have one character now? Negative one. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, this For this con. Clearly, yes. Marzook is a very unaware. Clearly, You're probably these are all just yes. really weird single-space <laughs> adventure. Ten. Okay, well, the three of you... Uh, uh, so what's the base target number? Is it like... Well, I rolled a seven. So oh, okay. you, the three of you beat it. And right. uh, you're paying attention enough that you see... Uh, uh, far off in the distance along the horizon, a growing dust cloud uh, rolling across. And uh, n- not that sandstorms are that unusual, but you kind of notice that this is maybe uh, getting bigger. And uh, even maybe traveling a little bit against the, uh, the winds. Uh, and um, thank God that this is the most interesting thing you've seen in quite a while. <laughs> uh, as it grows bigger, you see little specks inside the cloud uh, also getting bigger. Rolling over in my sleep. Can I alert the captain? Uh, sure, by all means. Uh, you knock on the on the shed, and Dalworth kind of kind of pokes his head out and is all, "What's going on?" Uh, I, I got a, I got a sandy rune engine down here that needs constant <laughs> polishing. Why is this door so wobbly? <laughs> this is confusing me. Uh, well, well, Captain, you, uh, you, there's a sandstorm coming. I thought you should be aware. Uh, sandstorms in the desert? Well, you know, hunker down, put some tarps over you. That's exactly right, what I thought. He's, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stand on the deck and stare at it and try to trace the patterns that these specks are making, like... Just looking all around, tracing with my fingers, trying to make some sense of it. Uh, there is a little bit of a pattern going on. They're sort of easing sort of back and forth. They're getting bigger. They look like giant insects now. Mm. Uh, you see look like uh, sort of uh, centipede-like wasps that are sort of undulating in the air. And as, as they get closer, um, you can see that uh, uh, there are people writing them. And, uh, Snoring loudly. <laughs> They're enslaving the insects. We must liberate them. Shut him up. Insects. Also, they probably want to murder us. 
Uh, indeed, they are getting closer. They are wearing sort of cloak, sort of mujahideen kind of kind of kind of clothing, in sort of typical sand bandity kind of wear. They are like waving cutlasses around, uh, and like those faces that you can see, they're all sort of snaggly toothed and scarred, and, and, and uh, uh, typical sort of possibly racist kind of kind of way. Uh, they're zooming along. That's a boat going out there. Coming out of the sky, getting closer. Uh, one of them sort of buzzes by the side of the craft. Uh, this is a big, big one with like a big bare chest, sort of like fat bandit with, uh, you know, top knot. Uh, and he's standing on his hornet, you know. And he zooms alongside and he says, oh, what is this? Uh, cargo for the sand bandits. Uh, how nice of you to bring it to us. I would advise you to... to uh, halt your ship immediately and surrender your goods. Uh, I immediately jump over onto the insect with the statue and bash him in the face with it. Okay, that is the kind of direct action that I like to see. I think that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I'll need this. What uh, what are some of the rest of you guys doing? I'm gonna. I'm going to wake up. <laughs> or do I move over here, or do we have to wait? Well, we'll wait. We're just okay. going to sort out what's going to happen here in just a little bit. I'm pulling out my disassembled doorknob, mm-hmm. sticking it into the air, turning the knob, stepping through the invisible doorway, and brandishing it. Uh, okay, are you, are you like trying to like freak him out a little bit? Because that might work. <laughs> it might be slightly unintentional. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're just basically sort of like being a little bit like cuckoo. Uh, <laughs> There, we have. This is a ship of crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> it's infectious. Uh, I will be taking out the pamphlet that the I, first new converts <laughs> that, that, that highlights that highlights how uh, how much the outfit of Shazazarath Baranthom breathes in desert climates. Sure. Um, tying it to a large rock and throwing it at them. And the, well, so so these guys are flying. They're out in the open sky out here. Uh, range and weapon. you guys are, it would be perfect for a range yeah, weapon. I will, I will be, I will, you could easily hit a bandit straight between the eyes with a <laughs> book of Shaz Rathaburathan things. Shaz Rathaburathan. Uh, <laughs> you guys are on the deck. The deck is uh, sort of dense, I guess. Um, and then this, of course, is the open desert. Um, desert is one S or two. It's one. The open desert. Yeah, no, yes, if it's, it's not. Dessert, it's not the open then desert. Then I might be <laughs> jumping there soon. Delicious. <laughs> um, so, uh, and and several of these bandits have have scum, skimmed up alongside and they've jumped aboard the ship on top of the uh, uh, little little Dalbert shed there, and they're doing like the uh, the Indiana Jones like cutlass juggle, trying to look as scary as possible. Awesome. Um, I am going to take up the brick on a stick, steady myself against the rail, hang it over my shoulder as I begin slowly and unsteadily making my way towards the guys up on the platform. Okay. And I will begin to swear an oath in the name of my dad and the other guy who was before him. <laughs> and, that, and then the oath will be cut off. I will lean over the side of the ship for a moment. And then continue moving toward them. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, the most important question is: anybody waking up the goblin? Yes, I, I, was, I was totally asleep. I, I guess I'll spend oh, the turn waking up. Sure. At this point, you're I mean, like gonna wait. Oh, I'm pretty awake. There's 
things. Uh, um, well, actually, I would issue my barbarian war cry, which sounds just like the Tuscan sound ra- uh, uh, sand raiders. Tuscan sound raiders. Sand raiders. Yeah. That sounds like an awesome electronic band <laughs> with Tuscan I'm sound raiders. Right. Start the rave. Just. All right. Well, uh, seeing as how you have a ranged weapon. Okay. Uh, you get to go first, usually. So, uh, chuck a book at one of these guys. Who would roll yeah, so I roll 2d10. Now, before you roll, okay. uh, one of your d10 needs to be different from the other. Uh, usually it's like a red one. All right. Uh, and that is your face die. My face die. Uh, and if you roll a 10, or a 0, as the case may be, uh, on your face die, you hit uh, whoever you're hitting in the face. And it does more damage. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so the red one will be the face die. Exactly. Obviously. Uh, five, unfortunately, uh, yeah. does not get very far. Your mm-hmm. book goes sort of whirling off into the desert and does not convert any better. I have more. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, you do. You open your door and have your little mime act, um, and it certainly does uh, uh, something of a job of confusing uh, at least these two bandits that have stepped aboard. Um, Put them off their guard a little bit. Why don't you make a charm roll with a d12? And, uh... I got a 12, so... Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely tripped out a little bit. They're, you, you got the look going, and they're like, oh, this chick might be a little sketchy. <laughs> uh, let's attack the others first. And, um... Uh... And at this point, yelling out his blood-curdling Tuscan Raider cry, uh... The fighter leaps out into the open sky to jump onto a hornet, which is a little bit dirty. All right. Uh, moving from one arena to the other, uh, uh, usually it's pretty straightforward, uh, and sometimes it's not so straightforward. So, uh, for instance, if you wanted to move off the deck into the open desert, that'd be very easy. Yeah. If you wanted to move from the open desert back into the deck, that might be a little tricky, <laughs> if it can happen at all. Uh, jumping onto a flying hornet uh, is... Requires definitely some daring, so make a daring check. All right. D12, right? Yes. I expect you to do very well. Uh, 11 with my bonus. As you do very well, indeed. You leap aboard one of the hornets. Are we aiming for, like, the big bad bruiser guy? Yeah, I'm going to have a mano-to-mano Mano-to-mano. Statue to... And you are carrying a statue as well. And the the, uh, hornet is visible, like, (laughs) as you land on this thing. And, uh, and, um... Uh, you know, we'll call him like Grimash the Thog or something. Uh, He's clearly uh, a tyrant. Uh, yes, clearly. He looks utterly surprised that nobody's ever done this before. <laughs> Your totalitarian and, ideology should uh, be squashed. Clearly, something of a distance manager who has been pointing at his minions to do stuff. Um, and last but not least, the goblin and the dwarf sort of stagger forward and begin to close with uh, our. Our two bandits here. So go ahead and make an attack roll. All right. Um, I'm going to grab one of these guys mm. and I'm just gonna throw him off from the open desert and step onto his hornet and claim it for my own. Uh, these guys already jumped off their hornets. Oh, well, they jumped off their hornets onto the deck. You can just climb onto they're their doing, They're doing the... Uh, the Indiana Jones scimitar juggle. All right, well, well, they've already done that. So could he sneak around and, like, jump on the hornet? Well, the hornets probably flew off. Or did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he sort of missed your chance. You're oh, waking okay. up and, like, what's right. going on? And then I'm you saw this uh, bandit. I'm just going to throw this guy off with the open desert. Okay. Um, then we'll... we'll moving, right? Uh, we'll get back to you in just a moment, okay. then. 
Uh, and you. Right, you have a brick I, on a stick. There's a head. A <laughs> Wind up and swing. And uh, nine. Uh, a nine. However, you are on a dense deck, oh, which means you get to add two. And that puts you at 11, which is enough to hit this guy. Which means I probably go right through some rigging, delaying pins, and other important bits, but that's uh, not my problem. Exactly. Uh, indeed, the guy gets knocked clear flying, and the first kill goes to the dwarf. Uh, that's that pretty awesome. Someone's giving an awesome win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, uh, by the way, our heroic fighter here definitely deserves an awesome Oh, I gave him Oh, yeah. All right. He jumped. Uh, last but not least, the goblin, who is as wide as he is tall. Uh, waddles up to our last bandit here on board the ship and attempts to throw him, which requires a brawn check. All right. Nine. You can read. Uh, yes, uh, that definitely uh, beats the guy, bandit's commitment. Uh, he was very committed to staying on the ship, but it was no avail as he goes flying out into the desert in a little puff of dust as he rolls a couple times. Uh... And uh, Grimash the Thog is all, what, what is this? Resistance? Uh, attack! Uh, I want that sand ship. I demand that rune engine. And, uh, and, and uh, a couple more guys um, leap onto the, the craft as well. And these three guys uh, begin pulling out like short bows. And, uh, hey, Mr. Doorwatchie, you gonna do something useful with that doorknob? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to uh, stab someone with my doorknob. Okay. Direct into the point. Uh, and you are mano a mano versus our large man aboard his hornet. Can I jump on one of the hornets as they fly by and they jump off? You can try. Let's see what happens. And you just want to whack somebody, or uh, yeah, I'm just okay. gonna keep whacking away. It's about all Pretty I can manage right now. <laughs> How are you doing? Any success converting you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're just clearing actions right now. Well, are are you just going to attack? Yeah, they're sort of declared a period, and then we. And then we all right. Uh, so all right, cool. Um, so I will, because it's near and dear to my heart. I will take my pamphlet uh, highlighting the benefits to ranged combat that Shazer Battlefield can do and throw it at the guy who's shooting at me. I love it. Um, so. Okay. Uh, he might and, need that. And yeah. once again, we actually opened with that. I think I forgot uh, last time to give you the plus two because you were shooting in the open sky. Oh, plus two. Okay. Uh, so be sure to factor that in. All right. Yeah. Uh, Nine. Uh, nine. Unfortunately, nine is not quite enough. These guys are sort of lightly armored, so. Uh, uh, oh, but yeah, it, very close. And one of them sort of whoosh like that and has to yank his hornet to the side. So uh, since they have light armor, that's a ten to hit them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Yes. And so these guys, they pull out a couple of bows. Um, and. Uh, uh, they cannot believe that a big fat goblin <laughs> very precise. just uh, threw a dude Actually, off the ship. <laughs> and they take it to you. Well, I mean, um, in fact, their titles are very And, <laughs> uh, and a 13, I think, unfortunately, oh, hits you. And uh, uh, a little arrow sucks into the side of you. It's sticking out of my blubber. Oh, God. That's very protective. Uh, You're no longer protective. Well. Thanks for that image. <laughs> Uh, indeed, you get to mark off a point. Uh, if you had an awesome point, one of the things you could do is spend it to heal. Or maybe two, I forget. Um, 
It's a, it's a heal and immediate wound. It's two to heal single point of damage. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the goblin, uh, not liking it at all, has decided to try to jump onto one of the hornets. All right. Uh, which definitely is a daring maneuver. All right. Three. Well, you are in luck. Um, three. There, there happens to be a rather fat and lazy-looking hornet that seems to match you in temperament and style that you actually just managed to plop right over. And you, you find actually surprisingly reasonable to control. I shall name him. You Mr. jumped Cuddles. on a hornet with a three. That's kind of awesome. This is my new um, or I might eat him, I don't know. Uh, so we got a couple bandits on ship that you guys are going to be fighting. we got a, a little hot uh, uh, boss-on-boss action. Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, you know. Uh, Hero versus boss liberator. fighter versus tyrant action yeah. Yeah. On, on the big hornet. Uh, when that happens, we actually roll initiative. Okay. And people are in the same phase. Okay. Uh, that's really the only time you roll initiative. So uh, grab the nearest die, D10, I guess. A D10. Grab any die. Oh, look at this D10. Uh, sorry, this is just the fighter, magic user, and dwarf. Yeah. So, uh, do I? What do I add to it? Or yeah. nothing? Nothing. Unless you're an elf. Okay. Uh, Just a five. Six. Yeah. Five. Uh, six. Six. Okay. So you guys totally uh, are very. You're a fast group. Uh, so just go around the circle. Uh, let's. You want to take Grimash the Thog? Um, oh well, yeah. If that's it. All right, I'll get a red die. So I can uh, now, don't forget, as a fighter, your inherent is uh, automatic plus one when you try to hit anything. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So I get plus one to everything. All right, cool. So uh, D10, uh, 2d10 plus one. I shall attempt to make a large mod. And don't forget to tell me which one's your face die. Uh, well, the red one. I got a red one. Love it. So I shall attempt to make large uh, medium modifications to his physiology vis-a-vis uh, statuary. So... <laughs> Illiterate, illiterate barbarian, uh, son of lots of things. Warrior poet, from, from is a big, big old <laughs> tribe. So eleven, twelve. Uh, twelve is enough. Okay. Uh, uh, you do. Uh, it's a very heavy weapon. A whopping uh, two points of damage as you conk him across the head with your statue. Wait, I have two awesome points. So yes, I can indeed. Do you can spend those and up at another point. Yes. And uh, now we keep track of how many awesome points we've used, right? Yes, you would now mark off that you have spent. Uh, too. Sweet. Um, Grimash is looking even more shocked than surprised. Uh, our magic user is shocking off. Alright. Charging over to one of the guys to stab him with the door handle. And then twist it, because that's your signature move. Signature <laughs> move. I will open you like a door. Uh, Which one's the face eye? Uh, that one. The white? Okay. Uh, so that was a seven. Uh, seven, unfortunately, uh, does not, uh, the, the bandit, despite never having been attacked by a doorknob before, uh, nimbly steps out of the way. Uh, our dwarf, however, is a little more successful with his brick. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, this is going to take two hands, so I'm going to have to let go of the rail. And I'm wind up and a swing at the first guy, nice arcing swing. In the name of that one dwarven god with the ale and that anvil. Oh man, I'm not gonna be cool with that. Now you made an oath, so I believe you get a uh, another. Oh, you hit him. Oh, you decided to do that. Okay, but I do Uh, hit him in the face. Wow! And I would like to actually knock his corpse into the other guy because it was kind of a baseball swing, and see if I can move him on his ass on the deck. Uh, spend an awesome point. Let's do it. Why not? No problem. I never get to mark that off your sheet when you get a chance. 
in the back of your seat. Sure. Can I suggest the ghost to the graveyard because that has bits? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll make another attack. Oh, okay. That's a ten because it's a dense arena. You're right. Uh, so, so to the sound of bowling pins being knocked over, <laughs> these, uh, these 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 two bandits uh, go rocking down. I'm sure that bit wasn't important. <laughs> uh, well, we're not getting any more sand in the rune engine. We'll be fine. Uh, so, because you guys want initiative, uh, there are no bandits attacking on the deck. However, Grimash the Fog. Not appreciating being hit on the head with a statue. Uh, clearly not a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> and uh, he, he uh, pulls out his rather jagged-looking scimitar and takes a swipe at you. Um, uh, with an uh, 11. Which, and I'm not wearing armor. You are Okay, so you're at 8. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, you take a point of damage, and because I'm going to be a little bit of a bastard, I'm going to pump that as well. You take two points of damage. That's okay. I have an armor of scars. I still have five more hit points. All right. You laugh it off, as a true barbarian would. Exactly. Uh, did I miss anybody? Okay. Um, uh, so Grimash the Thog, as he, as he uh, uh, stabs forward to you... Um, uh, looks like he tries to catch you in the hall, and he's going to try and uh, throw you off of his uh, hornet <laughs> as he's yelling at his men, Stop shooting, you idiots! I want that rune engine! And so these three guys are going to uh, jump onto the ship here. Um, uh, but momentarily leaving the three of you still on deck um, without a target. Uh, although, actually, you could, you could be ready, you'd be ready for the did, attack. Did I hear that, though? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! This is all loud and boisterous. And so I can't, I can't hit Grimash from here. Yeah, you sure can. Okay. By all means, you can definitely shoot Grimash. Well, I'm so, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go down um, to where this rune engine is. Okay. So I've determined that this is what they want. Yeah. Seeing as he just yelled it to me. Yes. Um. He yelled it to his man, but you were over her. Uh, is is it gonna? Is it in a, contained in a room with a door? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I can bar that door. Uh-huh. You can still use your rifle. Awesome. Someone give him an awesome. I love it. Uh, Logic. Goblin. I'm going to press a door fighter. for a little while. Mm-hmm. I'm going to brandish my large dragon femur with nails uh-huh. and do a flyby on one of these guys and try to hit them as they, uh, as they jump on. I love yeah, it. Okay. They're going, they're going past. Uh, you're going to... All right, so he's trying to push me off. Oh, yeah. He's trying to close for the, uh, the Street Fighter bear hug. Okay. Um... Let's see here. Uh, it would be more daring is if I uh, I take his momentum, grab onto him, and pull him over, and uh, so we both fall into there. So I want to land on him. Dramatic. So you're gonna try and throw him? You yeah. Push him. Both of you. I love it. And um, since I don't see the day improving anymore, and my daring outweighs my cunning by a long shot, I'm gonna grab hold of one of the hanging, flapping ropes that I'm sure I've left behind at this point. And, oh, yeah. There's and a couple now. swing out into the open sky and see if I can uh, basically move out onto one of the... There are there are now a few uh, riderless hornets that are sort of just randomly circling the ship. That'll work, I'm sure. Uh, this is surprisingly gutsy there. for a dwarf who couldn't leave the rail for the last three days. I'm quite impressed. I, I will not do it impressively. I will say that. I will do it eyes closed, screaming the entire way. I'll tell you what, if you get on one of those hor- hornets, I'm giving you an option. All right. So, uh, Shaz the Barathon. Uh, are you, you're going after these guys or the main guy? I, I'm I'm going. I'm throwing a book about my deity's statuary, which is relatively small. Ah, 
relevant. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, okay, I might distract him enough to throw him off. As, uh, uh, so I get plus two because of open sky? So? You certainly do. So you hit him squarely between the eyes as he was closing to wrestle uh, <laughs> with Bartleby and uh, do a point of damage to him. Do you want to? I guess you don't have to. Do you want to move at all? Or do you just fight him last turn? Yeah, no, I, I only have the one. I'm not and, uh, Nobody likes a missionary. <laughs> and uh, these three guys, obviously terrified by their uh, master's recent um, declaration, jump back onto the ship just as the go- uh, the magic user slips underneath, and we'll sort of like like this is sort of like the little uh, rune engine room here, and uh, it's pretty tight, um, and. Uh, <laughs> For for uh, Dalworth is um, uh, cowering behind the engine and um, saying, you know, have they gone yet? Did you tell them to go? Some dude. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I start whispering, whispering frantically to the door. No, 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 the best spell ever. <laughs> okay, next turn you will uh, be casting a spell. Um, I have a move. Uh, well, you know, um, uh, you can start casting a spell. Uh, and yes, you attempt to jump out onto a hornet. Uh, apparently, unflashily. Uh, I swing out, and like I said, I, there is no grace in this. I am seizing the rope in both hands, screaming the entire way. That sounds daring and as hell. I will also remind you, <laughs> the bad guys under me as I swing over them. That I am a dwarf in a kilt, and oh. I did already mention the wind in my bit. Oh, splash damage, they call that. <laughs> uh, indeed. Dwarfman got nards. <laughs> and that is an uh, 12, actually. It is, it is easily enough. Uh, you leap onto one of the hornets. All three of the bandits go, oh! <laughs> oh, it's braided under there as well. This is horrible. <laughs> Nice. And then I will seize the beetle in a bear hug and continue to scream, hoping that that will improve the steering somehow. Here's <laughs> open. Uh, uh, you are quite surprised. You uh, jumped out onto um, sorry, you jumped out onto a hornet uh, just as everybody jumped off their hornets. Well, uh, I'm still doing a dive by. I'll do a fly by attack. So fly over them while they're on the deck. Doing their Indiana Jones cutlass dance. Sure, sure. And beat them in about the head and shoulders with my dragon. Finger. Okay. Uh, and the red is your face die? Yes. Okay. It's definitely enough to hit. Uh, you, uh, again, this is a very uh, fat and somewhat uh, sympathetic uh, wasp that you uh, have keen enough control enough to do a sexy move like this. Uh, one of the guys goes pitching over the edge, hits the sand, a couple more puffs of dust, uh, shrieking. Uh, <laughs> I'm joining in the Tuscan Raider soundtrack. Very, very nice. And uh, now we have our uh, our boss and our tyrant uh, locked in Mortal Kombat. Um, so make an initiative roll, please. Okay. Seven. Uh, which beats my five. Uh, so uh, you're going to attempt to push him off. Um, Make a cunning. Would it be daring if I like just jump at him and try and knock us both off? Um, 
Well, that sounds pretty daring. Why not? I'll give it to you. Death to Tyrants! Six to Tyrants! He's committed to staying, so actually he gets a nine. You gotta be a nine. Nope. <laughs> Wait. Um, no, I don't have any awesome points anymore. I got an eight. So, uh, Grimace the Thought, you were kind of doing that, like, I'm using your moment thing. Yeah. Turns out he got a little, like, uh, sand bandit kung fu going on, and he does a little, like, reversal on you, and attempts to, once again, throw you off of his hornet. Uh, so you would roll uh, either your awareness or your commitment, whichever one's bigger. Commitment. Okay. Um, and you uh, five. 13 okay. or 11. Uh, and then you once again reverse that. And it's an <laughs> epic locked battle of uh, wrestling going on uh, aboard the thing. And then last but not least, you speak to Doris. <laughs> and uh, and the, uh, <laughs> the door locks itself in that, in that surprisingly satisfying. It's okay. End. <laughs> I won't let them hurt you. Just don't open. Thor's like, hurt me. He's been stabbing me for three days. <laughs> it's my magical symbol. It feels happy when I do it. Ew. <laughs> they are happy doors. Happy like the doors on the um, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide ship. <laughs> and, um, uh, in our new round, these bandits are banging on the door trying to get in. Uh, uh, and they're a rather ripe target for um, you to conversion. Well, I mean, is it all them? combat, or could I like talk to them? Sure, I can convince By them. By all means, uh, I think I think that's an excellent idea is to try to convert the hell out of them. Well, seeing the grappling didn't work, I'll just uh, attempt to reinforce my previous uh, argument with the, the statuary. statuary yes. for you. <laughs> all right. Um, and you're going to sit tight and... Uh, well, I, I, I see your point, but this I, is my counter-argument. Like, I'm actually going to uh, study this rune engine and see if there's anything magical happening with it. Uh, Bowman? Um, or Goblin? Uh, you're going to bring it to do a barrel roll. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna, now I'm going to do a, a drive-by uh, on Surely there will be any bad effects for that. Implanting the femur squarely between his eyes. Batter up. It's like a game of air polish. And our, and our door. I'm not intentionally supporting the cleric, but that may be how this works out. Because I basically have my face buried in the back of the beetle and attempting to steer it with the brick on a stick. Vaguely in the direction of the deck. Uh, I am attacking the beetle, hopefully killing it as I pass over okay. to drop myself back there. But I'm not committed to a plan. I'm improvising at this sure. point. As, as often happens in these games. A crash I'm just spitballing. Sand bands. Really. Yeah. Well, flying deck is exactly what's right. me out. I'm just brainstorming at this point. <laughs> um... Especially because uh, I'm afraid any rescue attempt is just going to prompt a sermon. So this was not a rescue <laughs> attempt. Anything that happens is an accident. They're just misguided. Uh, we'll start with the lovely constants. Uh, you can. Um, you don't even need to make an awareness roll. You wander over the rune engine. Um, Poke it. Indeed, it's it, it's a rickety thing. It's been it's been a workhorse, if you will, and uh, clearly um, Captain Dalwart's lone pride and joy. Uh, the cargo being mere economy. Uh, the ship is all he has. Uh, and he, he looks at you rather plainly. He uh, clearly doesn't want you messing with it. Um, <laughs> because, you know, you're a little sketchy. 
It's totally sketchy. Uh, and uh, you launch into Oratory. Okay, um, I will say that um, obviously this didn't turn out the way you expected it to. <laughs> Um, and uh, obviously, uh, everyone on this boat isn't quite uh, stable, but um, that you'll be okay if everyone can see that you're with me. Uh, and I will bring out my ritual items with our pink wigs of my deity. So I'm going to try and have them. <laughs> well, that's quite charming. Roll a charm, a charm roll. We'll see how we do. They're, they're fairly committed to being sand bandits. Oh, wait, is that a D12 or is that an That's a D12, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, charm. All attribute rolls are D12. Okay, I'm All combat now. rolls are 12. 13. Holy cow. These motherfuckers are converted. Yay! Uh, they're, they're, you know, one of them looks at the other and says, you know, I've always, I've always wanted to wear a wig. And the other is like, you know, this is a part of me I had no idea existed. <laughs> so just now. <laughs> we shall embrace. Um, uh, this is the part where I have to yell at you. And certainly the, 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 the excitement and tender spirituality of the moment is interrupted as a, uh, as a underwearless dwarf crash lands his um, hornet onto deck. Uh, make an attack roll. See what happens. Uh, thoroughly smashing in the head of your horn. Brothers, no! <laughs> You uh, utterly create a massive pileup right next to the door, and you think, you're like, this is the best spell ever, because the sounds coming from the other side of the door are the sounds of prayers and hallelujahs and thumpings and crashing, and something hit the door so hard. Uh-huh. And it holds. Oh, because man. that's your magic. <laughs> Bam! Uh, these guys just get splattered. Uh, the hornet is dead as heck. I will mourn on my next turn. And I will drag myself they go off to the corpse of the Hornet, swear it to a god whose name is right on the tip of my tongue, but <laughs> <laughs> I am never doing that again, and then run to the deck, run to the side of the deck. Okay, got the railing. Absolutely. You must dye your hair as bitter. Um, uh, Grimash is suddenly feeling uh, uh, like an employer without any employees. Um, well, I can end his problem. And you should probably try to end his problem. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and the goblin is going to try and sandwich from the other side, so you can roll two if you like. All right. Uh, 14. Ten. Uh, I think you're wearing, you're, you have a reach weapon, right? I do. Uh, uh, light armor definitely hits, so both of you hit. Uh, sandwich was enough to kill him. Uh, how does he die? As between the two of you. What are you hitting him with? A large dragon femur with lots of nails in it. <laughs> All right, you take the top, I'll take the bottom. He just passes by. I'll try by the top. Grimace the Thog is split asunder as as statuary and dragon bone meet in a row. That was pretty awesome. Crunch. That was, I mean... Uh, Slice him in twain. He was involved too. One for each of them. Hi, it's Ross. Now here's the question: as 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 the moment sort of sort of passes, uh, who was not wearing armor? I wasn't. Right here. Okay. <laughs> and for you as well. And for you as well. No, I've got. I've oh, that's, got that's those are heavy curtains. They're the, they're the yes, the heavy. Uh, the, the category light heavy curtains. <laughs> gotcha. 
Um, well done. Uh, Dalwart, despite being a little bit nervous about being locked in a room with a strange woman for a while, uh, is nonetheless utterly excited about the fact that you guys fought off the sand bandits. Well, you told him to go away? It worked? Uh, you briefly had two acolytes. It felt great. <laughs> well, it lasted. I'll, I'll cut the doorway and, and say, it's okay, you can, can let go now. Uh, yes, the, the doorway, uh, if a door, as, as much as a door can, has an expectant air of hopeful approval. <laughs> and uh, having successfully uh, been held for you. Well, uh, will Dorth let me keep this, this hornet as a new pet on the ship? Uh, he's not a big fan of it. And hey, certainly not, it must uh, be free. We must free it. I immediately free all the hornets. <laughs> uh, most of the hornets were already free by the time Bandage jumped off of them. Yeah. Damn it, Bartleby. <laughs> um, that was mine. I shed a single tear. Uh, one thing you find, however, uh, uh, if he's your... <laughs> You must, if you love it, you must let it go. If it doesn't return, it was never yours to begin with. <laughs> now you sound like Shazbun. <laughs> so uh, on on the deck, um, one of the bandits had a uh, beautiful ivory whistle. Excellent. Uh, Shoving in my pouch of things. Indeed, and and, and among other things, uh, uh, about twelve silver pieces and various coinage. Uh, these sand bandits clearly were not um, very rich. Uh, Dolwer has promised um, to buy you all drinks yeah, when you finally get to Miss Watch. And, uh, and uh, his, uh, his entire demeanor now has uh, <laughs> remarkably improved. Uh, very few survive the Gauntlet of the Sand Bandits. Can I explain to him why he survived? Uh, sure, <laughs> make a charm jack. The, the benefit of <laughs> my also normal uh, five. No, unfortunately, Dalwar is extremely devoted to his rune engine uh, <laughs> to an almost spiritual level, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, listens to you only as much as he feels socially obligated, uh, given the situation. I spend my downtime polishing the statue, cleaning off bug and bandit goo. By all means, chewing on the bone. Yeah. I will inform you politely, just offhand, that we do make these outfits in dwarf sizes. <laughs> just put it out there. I am reflecting on all of the life decisions that have led me to this particular situation. <laughs> uh, I'm going to grab just a minute to get some paper towels, because I totally forgot them, uh, to wipe things out. Yeah. 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 We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. All right. Uh, so the monotony of the journey. Uh, across the desert has has been delightfully broken, <laughs> and you're all in a much better mood, uh, being a little bit richer. I object. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, Dullworth insists they're going to make them miss watch uh, on the morrow, sometime tomorrow afternoon. Uh, you guys have another warm night on deck. Um, quite pleased with yourselves. And uh, and indeed by the morning. Uh, some of the desert uh, sort of given way to rolling hills and these some canyons and uh, finally uh, starting to get a, a break in the scenery um, and by lunchtime uh, you can see far ahead the town of Miswa uh, which is dominated by a large tower um, uh, coming out of the center Miswa is on a hill on the edge of a cliff and the cliff extends 
Uh, as far as I can see, in either direction. And beyond the cliff is just mist. And um, uh, so it truly is sort of a uh, town on the borderline. It's the, the, the true frontier. And the, and the mysteries of what's beyond the cliffs is nobody knows. Uh, the greatest mystery, though, is the overshadowing the town of Mistwatch. The massive sky whale that is tethered to the tower in the center of the city. No, the center of the town. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, indeed, uh, <laughs> uh, Dolwart sort of <laughs> sort of sucks in his breath a little bit, uh, and uh, whispers a curse to himself as he as he sees this. Uh, I shed another single tear. <laughs> and and, and the, the on top of the whale, um, the sky whale, which floats over the city, uh, you see um, this massive, massive creature. Uh, uh, the size of a couple of football fields, and there's uh, like battlements, a few battlements Thank on top of it, hey. and big like Headline. banners hanging down the sides uh, with the uh, sort of some purple uh, insignia on it. Um, and Dalwart sort of is like, oh, uh, uh, this is horrible news, my friends. The uh, the reach of the empire has stretched even to here. Watch him. Um. Uh, we must be careful in town. And, um, and so he we heal flies nonchalantly uh, over towards sort of like the warehouse section of uh, the town and parks the brazen strumpet or whatever I decided to call the sand ship. Wait, did that, uh, uh, sorry, uh, did I heal that damage from the last fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll, every, uh, everybody healed uh, completely uh, over the night. Um, uh, and he sort of pulls up in sort of the uh, like warehouse part of town uh, on some docks and um, uh, rolls out the gangplank and talks to some Guild guys, and they begin like unloading car, unloading the cart. And he says, "Come, my friends, I'll take you to a tavern. I owe you a drink." Yes, I would love a drink in the tavern. Something you're familiar with now. And and he leads you to this little like merchant hole in the wall, like in the basement of one of the warehouses, and you go down some stairs, and it's all like flickery lanterns on the walls. Of course. Pause for a moment at each of the doorways we pass through. Sure. Hey, you know, you gotta leave your mark. My sobriety must be liberated. And, uh. So I guess we're waiting for Portal TPA. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, uh, so you sidle up to this little sort of like, uh, Underground bar, and there's like sort of a dollarous bar in the corner, plucking away on a few notes. Being is there, totally is there someone everybody. at least six feet tall drinking here? Uh, there's, there's a number of, uh, of, of there's a table full of sort of mercenary looking types, and a number of various uh, board merchants, and uh, Dalwart shouts out to the barkeep, you know, line them up. These are for my friends. Drink each, please. Uh, yeah. I take, how, how much would it cost to buy a round for everyone in the bar? Oh, uh, five gold. Uh, I'll do that, and then I, I will pass out pamphlets about my my deity's relative leniences for vices. <laughs> All right. Well, a um, a vice lenient deity is probably the only deity that's going to speak to this crowd. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Uh, but right off the bat, you notice that actually it's quite a um, quite a somber mood in in the tavern. 
Uh, I will eat the tankard and all. Of course you do. You'd be in a cartoonish fashion. Yes. Drink it back, chug it over your I shoulder. I drink whatever is offered to me as quickly as possible. And I locate a handy, handily located potted plant to take up residence beside and down my ale surreptitiously. <laughs> Done. A true wallflower. Uh, I'm going to pull out a little bendy straw and start slowly sipping on my... I'll give my drink to whoever looks most receptive to talk. Okay. Well, um, uh, by all means, uh, make a charm roll, if you like. Uh, although I warn you, no, like I said, the, um, the mood in the tavern is uh, surprisingly um, uh, subdued and, and, and dolorous. And in fact, uh, yeah. None of the participants here are terrible. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll take a drink if you offer them, but you see, like, a, one merchant over there sobbing into his beer. The uh, mercenaries at their table are grumbling, and every so often one of them kind of pounds the table. Can, can, I, ask, can I ask him what's wrong? Like, why, why so glum? Okay. Have they uh, enslaved you? It's horrible. They've, they've, they've come in, and the entire town is under an embargo. An embargo? Is that move. a form of slavery? <laughs> Economic slavery. The worst. Ah! <laughs> I am also... I am furiously sad. <laughs> uh, and and uh, you're... Uh, your tone of vengeance is uh, satiating the mood here. They're they're banging on their head down the tables, and they're like, "Yes, something must be done." Yes, these being, of course, weak-willed merchants. Uh, we must embargo their lives <laughs> with our fists and uh, statues. And indeed, Dalwar reappears, and he's sort of ashen-faced, and he's all the, the tax collector. He, the imperial tax collector, came and and. And he took all the profits of my run. This is this is an outrage. It's highway robbery. We must liberate your money. <laughs> uh, oh, the seven great lords whose statues adorn the fancy hall, whose names I until recently could remember. <laughs> statues, you say? Statues. Are they Vorpal statues? <laughs> There's only one. Shadows out of the wrath of Aranthal. <laughs> Easy to remember. Just saying. <laughs> Every time you say that, someone goes, well, "What?" <laughs> there are certain <laughs> obstacles to be overcome in the deity of Shadows of the Wrath of But one has to have faith. I'm going to walk up to the biggest man and push him out of his chair and steal his tankard. Mine! Uh, wow, our ballsy move. I'm, um, I'm a dull-witted bully. All right, uh, make a brawn check. A nine, I think. Eleven. Uh, indeed, you shove uh, one of the one of the merchants off of his uh, table, and, and he sort of picks himself up, alarmed, but then he kind of gives you the, like the up and down. And he's like, oh, this town is... He kind of wanders off in the other direction, uh, upset even more. Wait, uh, talking about how the town's gone to dogs ever since the Empire showed up. So, Delforth, where is this tax man? We must liberate your money from it. Oh, uh... It was just down by the docks. I saw him. He was heading back to the tower with a whole phalanx of imperial soldiers. A phalanx isn't many, is it? Uh, somewhere around a dozen. A little bit less, maybe. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, what is this Imperium's ideology? Like, what, like, what were they all about? No one knows. They're very mysterious. Perhaps they've not uh, heard the word. They, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, since they've been here, 
no travel is allowed without imperial decree. And, um, uh, and they've seized all sorts of import goods and export. No travel. Uh, My deity enjoys speed lines, so <laughs> I can't allow that. Uh, it's, it's a huge economic blow for our town. And they strut around town, and they bully everybody. Uh, and that great whale. Do you know how much that thing poops? <laughs> travel is something. Must be done. That's the whale belong to the Empire? <laughs> oh, yes. Have you seen the great banners hanging from it? They arrived uh, one month ago, and, and it's uh, sweet. Um, actually, I'm going to, uh, from what I understand, I can use, with three points, I can use a talent from a class I don't yet have. Um, uh, oh, from your, your class. Your yeah, okay. You class. Okay, I thought it was from many. I was going to inspire them. <laughs> but you could start a ride. Do you have that ability? No, you oh. Damn it. Uh, uh, I, I just need one more awesome point. I'm, I'm trying to do awesome things. Um, <laughs> you can't, you can't force them. Oh, yes. You guys have been um, uh, for success in battle. I definitely reset the ball. Sorry. Oh, sweet. Um, and, in fact, you started out with fewer, too few to begin with because uh, Scott hasn't shown up yet. See, everything is my fault. <laughs> All right. Uh, are there any people, uh, soldiers of the empire in this uh, bar? No, not not here. No, this is a little hole in the wall behind a warehouse. Uh, but uh, but they've been threatening. They've been coming around to all the taverns and, and asking questions about about stuff. Uh, they say they're looking for wizards and, and various magic uh, magically inclined people. Do they have a bar they go to? Uh, no, they keep to themselves in the barracks. But uh, you see their patrols walking around, wandering around all over. I got you. Um, uh, you are now the You're so creepy. Nobody, nobody here seems to know. Um, hmm. uh, even as you ask this, uh, you guys can hear the the stomp, stomp, stomp of a, of a, of a line of soldiers coming down the street, uh, passing the stairwell down to the bar, uh, and and some. Loud, angry-sounding voice. It's like, make way, make way for the tariff master. Uh, move aside, you. Don't make me kick you. <laughs> I shall I run outside. <laughs> we should all stay as quiet as possible. <laughs> are you dwarf or are you mouse? We should do daring. Already outside. All right. Yeah. Kind of, uh, I'm following. I'm chasing after the cleric. So... Is your uh, god a god of bloodlust and madness? So you charge out to the street, which is, um, you know, kind of a nice open uh, avenue, and there are, like, some big warehouses here. Uh, a few sort of, um, uh, sort of tight alleyways back here. You don't have enough to close oh, wait, then I do. Um, I get an extra bonus die because I got speed as a skill. Okay. Uh, there you go. Made it. And, um... Gave you vital information. You gained five blue tokens. Oh, yeah, some, oh. some, some rooftops. Hey, no one else is going to take any more damage from earthquakes. Yeah. No, but that's great. Now you, have uh, you can climb up, too, if you want. Uh, Dude, we're almost... We're almost there. Would uh, that be daring to climb up those things? And no, it's just, you know, climb on a roof. It's, uh, it seems to lead sort of to the market square where the 
where the main tower is. Uh, and sort of the, the docks are like that. Pardon my, my crappy drawing. And um, uh, indeed, we have a big uh, line of these soldiers stomping along here. Sort of row of two here. And uh, a rather, um, rather sinister looking guy with a couple of big money bags swagging from his robes. Uh, sort of uh, guarded by a couple of these guys and and these guys in front are shoving people to the side and yelling at people. Um, and where's our bar at? Uh, you guys sort of come out on the street here. Okay. I immediately start climbing to the roof. Uh, okay. Um, uh, and they're just sort of heading straight to the market square. You guys going to try and intercept I will stand them? directly in front of them. Okay, you're all, all right. That's, uh, something must be done, um, as the merchants are so fond of saying. Uh, <laughs> And uh, they don't look like they're going to stop. And the two big, like, bruisers. And these guys are all bruisers, and they got, like, really nice armor on, sort of, like, samurai-esque, you know, things covering their faces. And uh, look quite a bit more trained than, say, your average sand bandit. Um, and they're all they're looking right at you. They're all halts. Uh, or, or they're saying, you know. <laughs> I'm not moving. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you say halt. They say, uh, <laughs> stand or be struck down. Uh, Sorry, move or be struck down. Um, okay. Uh, make way for the tariff master. Um, and uh, and he sort of pulls out his falchion like he's gonna just go straight for you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Are we establishing open posi- opening positions now? Uh, well, he's sort of taking. He's sort of being impetuous and sort of taking the initiative here. If you want to do something, just speak up. Uh, is there any other any civilians around me? Yeah, it's sort of we're in the dock warehouse area, so there's a couple of like nervous looking, only like one or two nervous uh, merchant looking folks down. You know, like kind of, and they're they're like once they hear these guys, they're sort of backing up and disappearing. And you hear like windows are shuttering and sort of doors are closing and. Uh, and footsteps are receding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I want to jump off the roof, uh, wheel <laughs> screaming the Tuscan, you know, Raider uh, battle cry, and then uh, slam it on money bags, uh, and then use a awesome point to for a cool effect so that when I hit, it uh, releases a shockwave, uh, stunning everyone nearby, or at least knocking the money bags loose and spilling the gold coins on the ground, something right. like that. So it's quite clear that Battle Bartleby Battle is about to go to ape shit. <laughs> Yeah. Before he does that, I'm going to be run right through the crowd, grab the money bags off of him, and run away. Okay. Um, I have my hammer down behind me, dragging it along like, you know, a security blanket, muttering the whole way, calling me a coward in my will. It's just survival instinct. That's not really stupid, is it? They're going to get themselves killed. I'll show them what I can do. I'm not a coward, and I'm taking up arms directly behind alongside him. Entering into a defensive stance to take attacks from him. Uh, oh, okay. Protect. So you're sort of like, are you trying to impede them? You kind of like keep them from. Yes, I'm willing to martyr myself to. Sounds good. Spread the word of And our dormistress. Yeah. Can you open doors anywhere? Like in anything or. 
They have to be existing doors. Existing doors. Yeah. Uh, if, if you really wanted to pump something with awesome points, maybe I'd let you have some creative license with that. Uh, a mouth is a door of sorts. <laughs> um, I'm going to slink around into this. I'm just going to move into the alleyway okay. and, and chill out there for a minute. Uh, sure. Kind of wet. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Imperial Soul just seem pretty determined, and they charge right at you, uh, looking to strike you down. And um, I am protecting him. Yes. Let's start with the goblin move. As no, uh, yeah. Let's start with the goblin move and. Uh, the fighter will leap down sort of more or less at the same time, making a <laughs> wonderful, humongous distraction. Yeah. Um, I'm sneak my way through. Uh, we'll reverse that, actually. Well, you can have the opening move. Okay. Um, and uh, you, do, are you, do you have a charger? Or uh, No, I do not. No. Do I need to? Um, it's an opening move, so I'm going to give you like a free a free move because it's so goddamn awesome. <laughs> and uh, you charge down, right down. Well, I'm jumping down. You're, you're aiming for uh, money bags. Yeah. And um, uh, let's see how you do. It's a very daring maneuver. Uh, all right, so, so do I give you the awesome point or whatever? Sure. Just, all right. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, so is this attribute or an attack roll? This is this is a daring roll. It's an attribute okay. daring roll. Um, just to sort of get your aiming right. Okay. Five. Yeah, plus five to it. Uh, can I spend another awesome point to add a plus two to my attribute roll? Well, let me roll first. See what right. you do. Um, I would if I spent the uh, uh, I have nine, so if I spend the point, I would get it. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, the uh, the gap between the rooftop and the road and these guys is pretty big. Uh, you didn't. You weren't quite sort of. You're sort of thinking with your uh, vengeance, uh, <laughs> but you just barely make it. You leap down on top of the guy. Yeah. And uh, go ahead and get take a uh, attack. Yeah. Take a plus two, I guess, for for the. <gasps> and you're going straight for the money bags, right? Yeah. Again, with the the, the cool effect was the shockwave with the impact. Sure, sure, sure. Do you get right, an so. awesome point for that? Okay. Uh, so 11 plus 2 is a 13. 13, and we'll call him Vormon the Officious or something like that. Um, and, uh, God damn you, Vormon! Who very much has sort of like a slavery-looking kind of... Um, it's a worse slavery is that now? Yeah. Apparently, now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, very heavy weapon, right? Um, and uh, and just at that moment, yeah, it is, the it is a very heavy weapon. Through and makes a cunning roll of a d12. Um, yes. Yes. How much damage a very heavy weapon does? Two damage. It does two damage, okay. and if you beat the target's armor class by five or more, okay, it does three damage. Uh, I see. Thirteen. Yes. Uh, rather wily. Um, dart through a couple legs. Uh, uh, 
swipe a rusty nail through a bag and hook it up and dart back out. And you now have a big fat bag of money. Sweet. Um, uh, and so there's sort of shouts and cries as all this has gone out, completely by surprise. And um, uh, let's see, two of the nearest fighters are going to uh, take a stab at you. Ah. And um, four easily misses, and the other one with his falchion has a 10, which unfortunately probably hits. Yeah. Uh, you take a point of damage. Um, and uh, the two guys in front uh, uh, suddenly, Vormont uh, the official is like, it's an ambush! My money! Catch that goblin! Uh, strike them down! And the two guys in front um, are um, uh, going after the Dorf and the Clarion. Uh, but you, you get both attacks and get counterattacks if they hit. Um, so the first one... I'll show you what a dwarf eight, can do, laddie. Uh, which just hits. Uh, you, you, take a point, you take a point of damage, mm-hmm. uh, but can counterattack. And that's a 15. Uh, easily enough. Uh, he is wounded. Do you want to pump that with... Um, uh, some awesome points. Well, actually, I have a heavy weapon, so it should do one extra damage. You're right. Okay, he goes down. Kapow. So I, I take the first blow like, like a real dwarf. Like a dwarf would, And, and pound him into the street. Uh, the next one with a uh, 14 also inflicts a point of damage. Okay. Uh, but it gives you a counterattack. Uh, that's not as good. That's only a six. Yes, uh, but having seen his comrade strike down, he steps to the side of your of your blow. That's um, right. You face a dwarf. Vormont the officious is pulling out a whistle, and he's beginning like whistling as wildly and fast as you can. You can whistle all you want to uh, hell. <laughs> uh, out of curiosity, what, what were you? Uh, were you just kind of looking for? A hiding yeah, spot to shoot spells from? Or? I might try to lure no, someone no, in. Okay. Um, to follow me. Could just <laughs> run up and stab. <laughs> you probably hate doors as well. I suppose they're not willing to listen. So, uh, doors. No, not yet. You seem to be past the point of, um, of uh, verbal conversion. <laughs> uh, I, I will attack uh, Vormont. With a pamphlet, okay. Uh, um, the eases of repressing a populace. And uh, definitely, <laughs> so four, uh, two of these guys are well, sort of like surrounding so Vormont, <laughs> and they look like they're taking kind of a defensive posture. Does anyone look like the following? Me? Yes. Uh, there's been all sorts of shrieks as you run off of the money bag, and two of them look like they're shadows with my shadow can ability. Brilliant. Okay. I will step into a shadow. Uh, you just plan to? You're going after Vormont. Oh, yeah, we're talking. Uh, you as well? Um, yeah, I'll keep attacking Warmont. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, and actually, last but not least. Yeah, no, I'll actually, that felt pretty good. I'm going to lay into the next guy here. All right, I love it. Okay. Um, so you definitely see, uh, let's say, four of these guys surround Vormont. Uh, and they all got their falchions out, and they're sort of doing the defensive, because he's clutching his, his, his remaining money bag, uh, and shrieking a little bit at the loss, um, as, uh, as, uh, 
As uh, these four are advancing on the goblin. Ooh. Um, they really like the mind. And uh, Vormont, between, between blowing his whistle, is uh, shouting out, Terrace, uh, this must be the Crimson Path. Strike them down for the name of the Empire. And, um, and uh, you can take a shot. You're shooting Vormont? Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, seven, unfortunately, uh, your your book goes wide, or it bounces rather harmlessly off of one of the armor of the big guys. Um, uh, you are trying to look extremely alluring. Why don't you try to make an, a charm check? Yes. Uh, I head around the corner and say, "Come here, here, something to show you." Oh. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, eight. Uh, very successful. Um, uh, a terrace, and uh, oh, there in the alleys, it must be an accomplice. And two of the goblin chasers break off and begin heading towards the alleyways, the dark alleyways, as you slip back into your uh, curtain shadows. Um, and you, uh, you are trying to. I believe it's a focus action. Um, yes. Um, yes, yeah, so you are trying to slip into the shadows, but these two guys are kind of advancing on you, and you're kind of, you have a little bit of a trapped rat look. So if you, um... Well, I shall liberate you after I... If you make it to, uh, uh, phase seven, without getting hit, you, you become invisible, or you disappear into the, into the darkness. Um, attackers, dwarf and fighter, roll initiative, please. Uh, no bot, you guys totally beat initiative. And uh, you want to start? Yeah, I'm actually going to change my attack slightly, sure. seeing the guy's going after the goblin as he's trying to slip away. I'm going to elbow past him and charge this guy, uh, screaming something that sounds almost dwarven. <laughs> it's always which, almost. Which I it's always a god that you can't quite remember. It's a language you don't quite know. <laughs> I'm laughing at a dwarf protecting a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> there is some racial irony going on, but uh, I will ignore that slight despite my limitation. What's your ability to? <laughs> and that's I'm healing. Oh, okay. Uh, no, you know what? The hell one? with that. I've got momentum. That's a twelve. No, nope, that doesn't go in the ball. Uh, so, so uh, for the record, actually, oh, uh, attack roll is going to be a little sacred, uh, and and uh, can't be improved. I but yeah, uh, between I got your it. eight and. Uh, these well, guys are actually in a uh, tent, sorry. Um, They're open, I can't. Yes, unfortunately, uh, uh, you do distract them. The guy turns and he blocks your blow and knocks it to the side. Um, and it looks like he moves his attack to you. Uh, the fighter. do with Yes. Should I roll initiative first? Or no, 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 you already did. Okay. And, uh, uh, yes, I continue. You're going the after the evil villain. Liberating. Uh, however, he is um, rather well defended. Yep. That's going to be a miss. That's a yeah, you're kind of looking for an opening and dancing around these guys, and they've all got their falchions out. For some reason, bad. fighting with a statue is rather awkward. <laughs> it, it can be. Um, Not sure why. Uh, so one of the guys uh, changes his attack to you, and uh, a nine unfortunately hits, uh, and you take a point of damage. 
starting to feel a little bit. Um, the other one is still going after you. Uh, <laughs> and you're sitting there, please don't. just got the wind knocked out of me. And unfortunately, uh, he hits you at 18, and you take a point of damage. And I'm going to be a little bit of a bastard and pump that. And you take two points of damage. And your attempts to disappear into the shadows fizzle. Um, those guys are defending, and then unfortunately these guys... Uh, one's gonna. It will just yeah, it'll split apart. Uh, one's gonna go after the cleric and hit you in the face. Uh, just manages to reach your um, armor class and does a point, uh, two points of damage. Uh, and the other gentleman manages to get around your statue and hit you as well for a point of damage. All right. Um, and. Uh, the third guy just moves into the alleyways, uh, chasing Constance. Two of them or just one of them? Just one. Okay. They've managed to sort of successfully split them up a bit, and uh, Vormont now is uh, uh, afraid enough that he's sort of keeping them defending. Um, he is, however, blowing his whistle repeatedly, and you guys are starting to hear some trumped foots. Uh, some sounds of like answering whistles coming down the road quite a ways. Uh, and you're starting to wonder maybe if you've uh, bitten off a little bit more here. Um, okay. What do you guys want to do? Well, I'm going to make one more. from behind my back, I pull a large, large dragon femur. <laughs> Where do you keep that thing? It's, it's, magic, it's like Highlander. It's, it's just, like it's like eight, it's eight feet long, and you're it's inventory space. He's a role playing game character. <laughs> it's inventory. You carry fifty exactly. boxes worth of items. All right. And beat about one of these soldiers in the face. I love it. All right, I, I think I'm getting the hang of this now, and I remember the importance of throwing someone through a bar window. It may not actually apply in this situation. There happens to be a convenient bar window to spend. Oh, a I figured awesome there was one right across the street. <laughs> I, yeah, not very much. It's cool. It's cool. I want to throw one of the guys defending. Vormont. <laughs> sure, through a window. Through a bar window, because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Get him out of the action. I love it. It sounds potentially quite awesome. an awesome point. Uh, how about you guys? Um, can I, uh, like, what is a... I would like to say that, um... Uh, quick chrism path back to the headquarters or something, and then get them to chase me to a population center. Is that possible? Like, um, convince them that I'm extra bad that uh, uh, killing me would do something. Yeah, screw it. I'll just. Start something so you're just trying to like draw them off? Yeah. Or, I mean, I mean, you guys could just totally like do the split up thing and dash off. And I thought he had a good idea. I wanted to get another awesome point by leering people off to a population center and then using the. Like fiercely inspiring talk to, uh, like to cause uh, a riot. You're, you're onto something here. Um, because everyone's out of there, so because um, we're so, outnumbered, so you know. So you're you're gonna do sort of do a, maybe a, uh, uh, what would you call it a uh, an attractive withdrawal? Follow me this way, and, or, yeah. or like uh, back to the hideout, Crimson. I love <laughs> There's it. something uh, just there, obviously back angry. To the <laughs> and Barley. Same uh, thing. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna start dispersing and running off a bit. How about you, Constance? Um, you're, you're actually in a good position. These alleyways, there's all sorts uh, of yeah. tricky pathways. And well, you know, I think that I'm going to. It's an easy climb to the rooftops as well. And with these, with this heavy armor, these soldiers are gonna have a hard time following you. I'm gonna use my my doorknob. 
to open the door of his chest and release the life from it. I love it. <laughs> it's so weird and creepy. What are you doing? I'm opening the door of his torso to release the life. All right, so these four guys are surrounding Vormont, who's still that's, that's powering okay. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll believe that. Um, uh, nobody's shooting, nobody's focusing. Cleric and fighter uh, both make charm checks. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> oh, actually, that's not too bad for him. Eleven. Uh, amazingly enough, you guys both managed to uh, uh, dart down various side streets uh, with soldiers chasing after you. Um, and uh, uh, Constance and uh, Morozek, let's roll initiative. All right. Eight. Ten. All right, no problem. You guys both go first. Uh, Constance, let's open this guy's door. <laughs> Euphemism not invented. Uh, do you hit him in the face? No, that was my face. So. Oh, okay. Fifteen. Still a 15. Uh, plenty good. And if you want to spend two awesome points, you can pop that a little. Uh, do that. Take him out. He will die. Yeah, I think we'll level up if we do that. Like, I've spent four. Um, Each person has to spend Each has to fill those boxes. All right. Uh, uh, he goes down. Uh, you're getting quite good at murdering people with a doorknob. Uh, Morzak. Okay. All right. Look what I found behind my back! <laughs> 18. Okay. Uh, 18 definitely hits. Uh, you do point of damage. You want to pump that? Yep. All right. And another guard bites it. Um, Dorf, you uh, go in for the bear, uh, for the bear throw. Uh, roll a brawn check. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, you get all your leverage wrong, and uh, I don't do this often. And uh, and would roll on a critical fumble choice chart if we had one, but we don't. Uh, however, uh, you are you are mocked and laughed at as you attempt to pick this guy up, and he stands there, I am immobile. I am laughing heartily at you as well. The bloodlust seems to fade from me. For instance, making fun of another party member. <laughs> I'm, I'm, poking, I'm poking the guard and like, oh, look at that guy! <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, um, so, uh, however, the, uh, guards are rapidly being distracted, um, Vormont is shouting at them, you know, don't you fools, it's another Crimson Path ambush, uh, come back, come back, protect my last money bag, but kill that goblin and get the other one back, um, and so, uh, uh, and these guys sort of like pause and sort of indecision, uh, obviously wanting to proceed. Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, at this point, I will run away, carrying the money bag, and hide in the alley. Sounds good. And uh, uh, now, kind of, uh, you're starting to feel very. You and the goblin are starting to feel very lonely. <laughs> yeah, understood. I'm also not feeling into this fight at all anymore. I, for a moment, I was feeling it, but uh, I'd actually like to keep. Impede the guard from chasing the goblin. How noble of you! All right, you make it out of this virtue. I'm trying. This money's not for you. 
so, uh, and I'm going to sort of assume the rest of you sort of like go a little ways and then sort of watch to see if you get followed. No, I'm going to uh, uh, feel in. If they're going to not yeah. chase me, I'm going to wing a book at them about the importance I'm of gonna, yeah, sticking I'm gonna, to what you started. I'm going to attack the guard next to me. Sure. Um, uh, Constance, you've already taken care of your pursuit. Yeah, I'm kind of lonely. Uh, make an awareness check. Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah, uh, 13. Um, uh, all of the closing doors and shuttered windows at the beginning of the fight, uh, a door actually opens, uh, which you're always happy to see. And uh, you hear like a oh. And uh, someone started beckoning you over. Uh, so I'll spend this. I'll, I'll say just a moment, and I'll spend this this turn carving. <laughs> you take the time to. Uh, I'll be mark. I'll be right with them. <laughs> so you, you're gonna mark the hidden door that somebody's trying to get you to hide behind. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Notwithstanding the irony of marking a secret door from the outside. Uh, go ahead and whack somebody with a book. Let's see what happens. Right. What's this one called? Uh, it's about the importance of sticking to your original course of action and not being distracted. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Uh, Probably double zero. Uh, how do you kill him with this book on the importance of not being distracted? I just have terrible aim, like, and I happen to hit him horribly in the face. With it. uh, it's, it's attached to a rock, so that it flies better. I'm going to give you a double header. Uh, you punk the guy so hard, it bounces and rebounds off the other one, and they both go sprawling in the street. Nice. Uh, where they, they're birds put around their heads. See? Told you so. Um, <laughs> Stay focused. Uh, and Gorman is shouting, you know, Did retreat, you quick, to the, yes. to the, uh, to the tower. Uh, uh, I gave it to Forget the goblin, to the tower. That was a good time. Um, and our... Dorf. Uh, impeding that's so right. The goblin can get away. That's right. Yeah. I don't remember how to do this. Um, <laughs> no, the goblin moves, and we'll say that uh, at least one of the guys was moving after. Um, and make a daring roll. Headlines. You call me a coward, but I notice I'm the only one not running away right now. It's a tactical maneuver. <laughs> you need, okay, you needed a nine or better. Um, and uh, so, um, guy, you know, guy's like chasing after you to get to the goblin, and you do like the little dance. And, uh, and he gets you know, so. about the state I'm in right now. <laughs> and he gets so pissed off that he gets a counterattack on you, uh, unfortunately, which is part of the impede. However, misses rather foolishly. The goblin laughing, laughing and jingling. Uh, and you round a corner and you see uh, Constance carving at a door. Uh, and, and a rather irritated person is saying, stop doing that. Um, and now the dwarf is feeling very lonely. And the fighter gets to whack somebody. Uh, who is it within range? Oh, there's, there's at least, well, you kind of come back and you're all, wait, you forgot the statue. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> you're busted. Anyways. Um, and 18 easily hits. Yeah, 19. Uh, yeah. 19 actually beats their armor class by 5. So that's 3 points of three damage. 3 delicious points of damage and nice. thoroughly crushing uh, the fighter. And his, his uh, companion is now suddenly backing up in terror. He's all, they didn't tell us these terrorist had statues. <laughs> and um, 
Uh, and at this point, uh, the remaining bad guys are, are sort of backing away and deciding not to take out the door. And they begin uh, swiftly uh, 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 marching back towards the market square as, as they, and they are actually joined down the block by other um, merchants. I, that's right. I know merchants, sorry, other, uh, other soldiers. I liberate the dead man's possessions. Um, yes, there is uh, some, there's some beautiful heavy armor uh, of the um, um, imperial armor is scattered around the, uh, the roads. However, uh, uh, you you suspect that uh, reinforcements are probably approaching soon. Uh, you find, um, well, the goblin has an entire bag of money. Um, and most of these imperial soldiers. I was jumping down. I saw you grab. You can see that the um, that the uh, empire is quite disciplined. Uh, the soldiers actually don't have much in the way of sort of personal goods, uh, but they have uh, very nice looking falchions and uh, really cool looking armor. Um, and like little uh, imperial writs. Uh, I grab one of the writs. That sounds interesting. Um, I would like. No, they're not. They're just like badges, essentially. I, I, my barbarian disagrees. He finds okay. it very interesting. <laughs> Um, I, would like I, I, to I will point out that I am standing in the middle of the street now, pretty impressed because I survived that without armor. Oh, thank you very oh, yeah, much. So yes. did I. Uh, thank you. I do need reminders sometimes, and Constance, the of rules, course. The rules no, no. I do. <laughs> I was assuming the magic is there's not. Uh, I will uh, quickly run by, putting pamphlets on all the knocked out guards, and apologize. Sorry, sorry. Um, I will run past Constance as she's. I noticed the person gesturing to us, and I approach, thinking he wants to be liberated. We join together in our party adventure. I'm starting to drift over in their direction, but I keep looking down the street where the guards went. Looking a little shell shocked about it. (laughs) No, no, no. You get you get a whole minute of like you know. Oh yeah, come back. Come on. Who wants some? Come at me, bro. (laughs) Don't taste me, bro. And, uh, uh, I could really use an ale. Um, all right, so who's this fella in the door? Uh, it's hard to say because, like, every time, um, you know, he's beckoning you to the door, and as you uh, approach the door, he backs into the room, keeps beckoning you further, and uh, he always seems to be like about 20 feet ahead of you. Uh, but seeing if you're following, he's leading you to, through some tunnels and some others. I charge needlessly fast without. <laughs> <laughs> so the the problem is, however, is that these uh, corridors are quite tight. And every so often you hit the statue against something and kind of bounce off again. <laughs> uh, and I you're always having to like, ignore traps. The statue to be able to get past the uh, corner, various corners in our place. Um, uh, and before long, uh, you guys sort of get hopelessly lost in a way, but you are sticking together. Um, and and sort of uh, you briefly sort of open out into um, maybe like a super sewer area, mm. and uh, and you see like about a dozen figures of uh, sort of beggarish or or. Um, uh, sneak, you know, tattered, sneaky-looking uh, folks, all wearing red sashes. Uh, 
and one of them whispers, you know, if you are against the Empire, the Kumsun Pact is with you. You're not tyrants competing, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Do you stand for liberty uh, and freedom? Yes, we seek freedom from the tyranny, and they obviously like look at each other like tyranny. Oh yeah, I like tyranny. Uh, the tyranny of the empire, and uh, and with that, they uh, they say um, uh, we will help out if we can, and they begin fading off into darkness. Uh, Your clothes are tattered. Um, I have nicer clothes. <laughs> uh, and the, uh, the, the the last uh, the last rogue uh, 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 points to a stairwell, and he's like, "That is the uh, that will lead you up to the tower if you so choose." And he too disappears into the darkness. Well, I'm not afraid to go in the tower. I, I I'm less afraid than you are. <laughs> I, um, I dare you to go first. No, I dare myself to go first. I'll go first. No, I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> I will go first. Are you guys doing that thing where like the two get stuck in the doorway and have like little elbow arguments? I've already begun walking. Only the most brave can do that. I dare you to drink the sewer water to prove you're braver than I am. So, uh, just a quick status. Sorry. Oh, I was going to ask. Uh, sorry, but I didn't want to interrupt the show. There was something derailing. Far be it from me. But a quick status check. Uh, how are you guys doing? You can keep playing for a little bit more. Uh, oh, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Whatever you want to stop. But uh, I, I think it's yeah, great. Midnight. Yeah. I don't want to go any longer past one. That's Okay. No, we'll do like a one more. A little, we'll have a little bit more fun, and then yeah. and that's it. Um, okay. That's okay. Well, I just want to have a daring off to see who's more brave. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Uh, well, well, here's something fun. Um, before we go, uh, before we go further, um, this is a sort of a experiment of the system. Maybe everyone can level up. Okay. And right. we'll see how that works. We'll just assume you guys have been. You guys are doing a. We great spend the next job six hours killing rats. Spending <laughs> awesome points like crazy. So it probably wouldn't work because killing rat, rats isn't necessarily awesome. Chaos rats. Okay. So leveling up. My stick. Uh, everybody gets to improve one of their attribute bonuses by one. Um, so uh, okay. you can improve something that sucks, or you can make Is the something cap that's still great even better. No, no, no. So I could raise Darian to, to six by all means. Okay. Um, and then the other thing you get to do is uh, pick another talent off of your class sheet. Uh, now here's something that's cool. You don't. Uh, you can actually pick a talent off of somebody else's class sheets. Uh, in fact, we have the elf, I think, here, and, uh, and a thief as well. Um, if you want, you can uh, pick another. Here's the elf. I don't know what my thief is. I would actually here. like to pick one off the fighter sheet. If uh, I could. Yes, you can, uh, and, and, and if you want uh, to pick something off of a class somebody else is playing, uh, you need to get their permission. Uh, that's it. Uh, it's probably okay in one shot. Huh? I took armor scars. Okay. Plus two hit points. Would you mind if I make my uh, brick on a stick a weapon of choice? Does that mean I can't get weapon of no, choice? No, you can totally do it, too. Okay. It just, yeah, sure. It's like, do you mind him in your wheelhouse? I mean, that's all that matters. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, I'm fine with okay. that. I'm, then, I'm violent. Uh, <laughs> it's something about inflicting violence upon others. <laughs> Most of my talents, I have Let me see yours. choose until I fulfill my goal. I'm going to bless your statue. <laughs> oh, you took uh, Bless Lovin'? Yeah. 
That's all dice become face dice, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, something that a lot of um, light weapon wielding fighters. Let's see here. Let me look at the goblin ones. So I just take the hit point off until I take it back, and then it yes. opens blessed. Um, now some of you are wounded. We could have like a little uh, restful scene if you want, or you can cast yeah. a spell. I'll cast my uh, spell. Uh, it's up to you. Or I can only do that once a day, can't I? Yeah. Let's well, heal or let's rest. Because okay. I have to maintain the statue too. I have to like polish it, and, you know, chisel it sometimes. I'm blessing it. Yeah. Okay. In fact, in the name of my God, it's going to be my weapon of choice too. So, is anybody um, taking a nasty hit? I took one damage. Okay. And then I healed it. All right. Then yeah, everybody can heal up the ball. All right. That's fine. So maybe for the benefit of people listening, we could kind of just go over the new talents. But I think we're okay. Uh, yeah, I got bless a weapon, so I give up a hit point. But then whatever weapon I bless gets, and it's just damage whenever it hits yep. until I take my hit point back. Yep. Um, so I will bless the statue, of course. <laughs> the so name. you may actually want to make a note. Yeah, your statue's blessed. Okay, what does that do? You get plus one damage whenever you hit something. Nice. In the name of Shadows as a rapid uh, So it is a pretty, it's a pretty thoroughly damaging statue at this point. Yes. And I made it a weapon of choice, so all my attack dice are face dice. So. And you took that as well. Yeah, all right. I took that because my inner dwarvishness has started to come out, and I'm starting to remember that I'm pretty good. It's the dice. largest weapon oh, here, yeah. so I figured it would be the one the cosplay god most approves of. I, I it's the that, most uh, garish thing I can drag around. I'm not sure if I would uh, uh, worship <laughs> it, but I shall give a th- uh, uh, tithing to your church. Oh, nice. <laughs> I shall give you five silver. Oh, thank you. Uh, puppet strings is basically making little shimmery illusion things dance around me to uh, up my AC to the next level. Nice. Until, until I get six. It's also like tele- like minor telekinesis, so you can move objects if you want. Handy if you ever get in prison or anything like that. Um, I'm taking the thief's backstab. Uh, so if I attack someone that's attacking someone else. I get a plus two to hit and do two points to extra points damage. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Something a, a bully might have. <laughs> never going to pick on someone my own size. Only if they're bigger than me. Uh, did we resolve our dare? Oh, yeah. We should have a dare in my character development. Okay. <laughs> What, what specifically are you daring off? I believe it came down to drinking the sewer water. Yeah. <laughs> no. You guys are like 12-year-old boys. This is great. <laughs> is, is this blessed by any consent? Yeah. I would imagine so. Well, I know. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I give them planets King. My D&T provides immunity to typhus. Handy <laughs> <laughs> when you have a goblin running around. I get an 11. I also have an 11. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Even they match. <laughs> oh, the stakes are, are higher. <laughs> 17. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Adorable <laughs> self-esteem problems. <laughs> <laughs> I slightly regret I our decision. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. 
I charge headlong into the tower with the, the, the statue, wielding the statue. Okay, it seems to be sort of par for the course for you at this point. Yes. And, uh, As I walk through, I close the door first, uh-huh. and then I open it again and walk through. Felt so good, didn't you? <laughs> it did, it really did. <laughs> You don't have to do it a number of times. Uh, all right, you guys ascend the stairs up to the tower um, and uh, find yourselves... Uh, in, in, in a dark room that maybe was once uh, a storeroom of some sort. But, uh, uh, most of the crates here seem to be empty and rotting away. Uh, and you hear whimpering sounds coming from ahead. Like a puppy? No, sounds of human suffering and, and poignant drama. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have a bag of gold. Uh, is that the counterweight on your dragon bone weapon now? <laughs> Easy. When you're not using it, you can hobo it up like uh, over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> a bindle. Uh, unfortunately, there are no shopping malls in the sewer. Um, uh, that's very true. Look, someone is sad. This is religion's the wheelhouse. Go and make. Go and talk to them. Uh, of course. Uh, I um, uh, as sort of you make your way through the darkened store, uh, you look out into uh, a very large chamber beyond, uh, torchlit, and uh, you see a couple of imperial guards, uh, particularly nasty-looking specimens, sort of uh, walking back and forth on some scaffolding. Uh, the entire floor is made up of grates. And you hear sort of moaning, plaintive uh, slave noises from the slave pits uh, below. You see some scaffolding and like a big um, uh, sort of staircase sort of leading up. And some other rooms, you see maybe a glimpse of some torture equipment and other uh, uh, nefarious and evil looking devices. Okay. So there's grating underneath this? Well, it's like, it's like there's a bunch of pits in the floor. Uh, with grates laid across them. Uh, Locked grates? You know, a couple dozen. And, uh, and and they're actually they're opening up one of the grates. And on the other side of the room is a big, like, uh, wooden wheel with a bunch of, like, gear work uh, seems to be controlling the, um, uh, the, 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 the trap doors. And, uh, and they have one of them open, and a couple of guards are pulling this uh, aged goblin. Uh, out of the cell, and he's whimpering and, and uh, moaning. And behind the two guards is like a really big, fat, uh, uh, shirtless-looking uh, uh, to uh, torture. And he's totally my brother. Oh yes, you know him. Uh, uh, you've been searching for him uh, for quite some time. And uh, but the torturer standing behind him with like the the black hooded with the eye slits is you know he's like wrapping like spiked. Uh, bands of leather around his knuckles, and he looks like he's gonna get some of his torturing on. Um, I guess I should draw this. So. so, if you lie, is that cunning? Uh, generally, um, yes. Generally, cunning is basically doing things that people don't want you to do. All right. <laughs> is the is the very loose sort of DMing. But if you don't actually tell a lie, can you use charm? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Charming is just sort of trying to convince people to do stuff. Yeah. There's, there's a certain degree of overlap. Uh-huh. Um, All right. That's awesome. How, how do you do that? Um, ooh, huh. you, you have the... 
Inspire, what, what was it? He, can, he has enough. I, I have enough that I can do it now. Yeah, enough also. So if you, can, if you can open grates, I can cause a riot and give everybody bonuses. I was, I was thinking that maybe this puppet string thing could like, turn the like gears in a way unfortunately it's a big huge like wooden gear on the thing with like a ship's wheel thing that people are turning and all the all the grates are pretty heavy looking being cell doors uh, so the whole like minor telekinesis thing fits yeah. you can use quite yeah uh, so it's like you guys are in this like little room here peeking out and there's sort of stairs down to the sewer Big chamber here, other rooms, sort of some scaffolding here. Burning the lore. Oh, yeah, there you go. And I'm not going to draw sort of all of them, but roughly the floor just has all these cells, and there's um, sort of this big clockwork mechanism over here. Yeah, if we can liberate them, though, and you can use that ability yeah, to inspire them. Is, yeah. um, see sort of like easy AC um, stairs going up. Uh, I'm sorry. It's, I've been drawing a lot of maps this week, and I've noticed as this weekend, and as I noticed it's going on, I'm just getting sort of like more <laughs> out of the uh, like Coco the Gorilla. One of the band. benefits of this game is that you just draw circles, basically. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> this would be great for my Facebook game. Um, <laughs> an introduction to the refine this just a little bit. It's an introduction to the concept. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you. Uh, so the teacher comes by. It's like so. It's like a it was a or whatever. <laughs> big stairs up there, and then like hanging over here is like this dark. big, this big giant gong. Uh, is over here by some other stairs up with some like scaffolding, just on this wall. Um, maybe there's a torturing room here. There are cards here that are like here, whatever. And we got. Uh, you guys are sort of peeking yeah, out. Where's my brother? Oh, I'll get to him. Uh, so you see, like, a couple of guards are sort of, like, hanging out up here on the scaffolding, and then these two guards are, like, right here, and they're uh, pulling your brother out of the grate, and there's uh, the big torturer standing behind him, and he's rapping his knuckles. It's um, clearly a scene of potential drama. Can I sneak around behind them? Or are they, am I, uh, do we have to appear right in front of them? Well, I, I, I want to talk. I want to talk to the group. If if you want to take the time, you can totally shadowkin, you know, and uh, snoop around. Uh, yeah, I'm more than willing to provide a distraction. <laughs> well, I, I am also willing to sacrifice myself for the the good these good people. Uh, and, and so you can liberate them. The pious of you. So yes. you can liberate them. Uh, I only ask one thing: uh, that as you unlock the cage, you you whisper the name of my deity. Be sure to get it correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> the syllabic pronunciation so, is extremely crucial. So <laughs> the inflection has to. So be So that these poor souls know uh, what light has come into their lives. This is how God. This is how God. for sure. <laughs> this is how gods like Krom are born. It's Krom. It's easy to remember. It's a good battle cry. Um, 
So I, I, my my proposal would be I would come out and not lie, but keep them talking while and distracted while you. But don't you need to incite the riot? Well, they need well, to be Well, I, I can I can do that by just talking. As long as I can still talk, I could use that power. Uh, but we need to open the grates, and from what I understand, it's that giant wheel that controls all the grates. Right? It looks like it. There's various mechanisms here. They've, right. uh, they've managed to get one open, but something's going on there. You're also, uh, if you're remotely tactically minded, you're a little bit worried about that gong next to the door because you're sure that um, there are probably many soldiers up the stairs. Um, Can I detect any um, magic in the room? Uh, make an awareness check. Really? Yeah, look. It's wow. so small. That's adorable. It's the tiniest D12 ever. I know, but it's only if four. If someone sneezes, it's gone forever. <laughs> I got a, I got a You five. could inhale that. <laughs> you could. You could well, um, well, I could distract them while someone goes for the wheel. Uh, the uh, goblin's only stealthy one. Can, As I said, I'm more than happy to get there. Or I could try to convince so, them so to the turn the wheel. The magic eight ball gives you like the little like vision and clear. Try again later. And and we've taken enough time here that you shadow cannot. You're and you're like a made of shadow. It seems. Awesome. Uh, people can barely see you. You've ninja out. Uh, so if you actually want to, if you want to slip what out if you and move, move around, to you the pretty gong. much can. Uh, if you stick to the wall. And he moves to the wheel. And you get ready to incite the riot. Yeah, I just got to distract him. You know, I could make a, a um, uh, my armor scars ability actually give me a plus two on any charm check when trying to talk somebody out of violence. I could just try and intimidate them into staying away from the gong. I can go, this is my gong now. <laughs> I'm liberating this gong. Snapping the statue <laughs> <laughs> against the ball. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, I, I walk out, I'm gonna, uh, I will be, and, and you're I'll be trying to decide, yeah, yeah. you're in your loincloth with your scars, and you're just like, giant statue. You, 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 this is your biggest don't fuck with me attitude, yeah. and I will head directly going. to the torturer, okay, um, uh, there, there are a couple shouts as you guys like leave the room, like, Hulk, what, what are you doing here? Hello. Uh, I want to remain in this arena, but stand in the doorway, plant myself in a dwarven pose, and begin swearing an oath. It requires a focus. Uh, if, you, if you want, I've already taken the time, because I kind of let him shadow pin it out. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Uh, what is that oath? I have to think about it for a moment. Okay, you think about it. To, uh, wait, no, I know. Okay. My character has to think about it for a moment, and then it comes to me. By Glothic the Smith Lord. You remember the name! By Kragnar the Brewmaster. This must be a helmet. By Argol the Mithril Digger Upper. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Digger Upper. Torturer. Uh, that this day will be your last. <laughs> that's quite a reliable oath. That's quite an oath. Score's finally coming out of his stupid badass. So much for my distraction roll. <laughs> screaming dwarf. Um, That's so go ahead and make yeah. a, your charm roll. So I did. It's, the room. Um, Strut across the room as as the dwarf is yelling this. <laughs> yeah, I made a twelve with oh, yeah, uh, no my boss. Yeah. So uh, it, you, you <laughs> your yes. your aura of not fuck withing is like so strong as you walk across the room. Um, that that uh, pretty much all these guys up there, all you can do is just kind of follow you. Uh, a little bit of a jaw dropping at your audacity. Constance. Uh, uh, 
There are some lovely doors here, but um, and in fact, there is an entire floor filled with trap doors. So if you each and every one of them perhaps being need, needing to be opened and spoken to. Yeah, I, you know but what? if you get the wheel, you get all of them at I once. The my wheel, my wheel. No, yeah. you know, I'm just going. I'm going to start moving from door to door and just whispering to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing useful, mind you. I'm just whispering. To them. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I see that you are in a pit. I called myself on my character sheet the dwarf whisperer. So. <laughs> I know you're really a great, but that's okay. We accept you. You've heard the good word about blocks. Sometimes you go up and sometimes you go down. Okay, so you're sort of protecting the gong. Uh, I assume you're going to start trying to make sense of this wheel? Yes. Okay. Um, I want him to look away from the wheel. Okay, you're being just being distracting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Constance is being quirky. Uh, yep. Not totally yeah, unsurprising. My swearer oath is actually a focus talent. You've already done it. Oh. Remember, I decided decide to let you do it, so um, you, you feel free to charge and, and whack something. Then I'm going right for the big guy. Okay, I figured that. Um, uh, a monster appears. The torture, and we'll call him... Um, <laughs> Balgrin the Fat. Bal- I love it. We'll call him Balgrin the Fat. He's just a fucking character in every game. <laughs> just so you know. Okay. Every, regardless of genre. Balgrin the Fat like, shows up. Yeah. Bal- no, like, could be sci fi adventure. Right. Balgrin the Fat. Balgrin. B A L G O. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You gotta spell it right, huh? Okay. I hate you. Can I take awesome points away? <laughs> So I'm gonna call him ubiquitous powder in fact. <laughs> <laughs> because he's everywhere. Uh, okay. Um, and our bad guys uh, are definitely going to chart. Uh, they're going to go for the gong in a pretty major way. Why? Well, and you pass uh, me. And Bal Bal uh, Balgren. Uh, <laughs> Oh, pity. I was looking forward to some good torturing. Kill the goblin instead. No! <laughs> um, are all the prisoners goblins, or are there a lot of humans? No, no, no. There's all sorts in here. Okay. Uh, the um, imperial mix. Uh, so, so far, it seems like they've mostly been sort of enslaving the... Um, mostly those who would not be missed. Uh but they chose the wrong goblin's brother to fuck with. So, right. Um, <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a charm check as you attempt to. Um, okay. Uh, yes, uh, you're. Um, for one of the few times in your life, uh, words seem to fail you momentarily. <laughs> and um, we're distracted by the oath. Uh, yeah, the, the dwarf was rocking. The screaming oh dwarf. Uh, as you, uh, so you hear this as you are investing in the gear. Do you want to keep kind of turning the gear, or? Uh, oh wait, you rolled a five. Can I spend a point to change that? 
No, you, I won't rock out. Really yeah, let's move on. I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the mechanics. So. Um, <laughs> well, okay, you, you're you're welcome to charge one of you guys. But I have plus two. I'm taking the attack. Who has my brother? I rolled a two. They, they both have plus two. Uh, one's got one arm, one's got the other arm. That'd be six, then you roll a nine. He rolled a five. But yeah, stupid. Stupid. All right. Red is your face, I assume. An eight. An eight. However, uh, next to the open pit, sort of makes this little area temporarily hazardous. Oh, excellent. Bumps you up to a 10. And, um, and this guy is wounded. Awesome. Nice. Uh, so much giving an awesome point. And uh, oh, yeah. let's see. Two brains and three hearts left. Constance, the doors are speaking to you. They want so desperately to be opened. You can hear them crying plaintively. Wait. <laughs> and then you realize, oh, wait, that's the slaves underneath Those the doors. Are the <laughs> Is there a door there? Unfortunately not. You know what? I could spend two action points saying, hey, there's Grignor, the uh, the invincibly insane. He, uh, If you free him, he can help us in the fight. Sounds like you know somebody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greg North, the invincible <laughs> We went to high school together. All right, so which door has Greg North in it? Uh, Conveniently, put, maybe put, that um, one. <laughs> Put Gregnor in. Uh, let's put him in this one right here. All right. Uh, so you're heading that way. I'm heading that way. Um, can I? Next turn, you can control portal and open it. Can I start focusing on it right now? You know, why not? And the dwarf. All right. You, I'm going. And, and you guys, you, you and uh, uh, ubiquitous Belgrin the Fat, you lock eyes. You have a moment. Uh, you, you, this whole uh, adventure has sort of been about the um, the growing empowerment of Grigding and Narvworld. And, uh, and this is the moment where you're like, this is my moment. I can take him on. I am also spending three awesome points to use a talent I don't yet have to make this a shield bash because I am wielding a hammer. I love it. All right. So I am going to knock him soundly in the hopeful face. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Now, here's, here's the crazy thing, yeah. because yeah. both your dice are face dice as well. Yes, they so are. So you literally hit him in the face twice. <laughs> uh, you spend a point to completely stun him. Uh, Combo breaker. Uh, so normally this like big bad guy would probably have a bunch of hit points until he soaked it. But uh, rubbing... Rolling double zeros on something you'd stack so high pretty much completely fucks up. Oh my god! Uh, ubiquitous Bogger awesome. the Fat, who I'm sure will appear in future games. <laughs> <laughs> as a greasy smear. <laughs> yeah, Brad's cameoing as it. Um, and uh, and the the other uh, guard that's here, both of the guards that are that are holding. What's your brother's name? Um, Gorzok. Theodore. Gorzok. Uh, they're holding Gorzok. Are so. Um, I know those names. 
so utterly shocked to see Bogger and the Fat laid low so thoroughly and so fast they drop Gorzok. Um, and, uh, and he falls back into the pit and he's like, oh, brother. Um, and these guys begin charging the fighter. Right. Uh, uh, coming down the scaffolding, and you are standing None in front of the shall gong. gong. Exactly. None <laughs> shall gong. None shall gong. And the, uh, the, the the scaffolding makes for a convenient little uh, conga line of death here, as uh, they can only get at you one at a time. Uh, first guy. Should I go and make an attack roll? Stab. Well, um, they get the first attack. He gets a twelve. Okay. Which I believe hits you for a point, and you can now counterattack. Um. All right. Yeah. I will counterattack. Uh, you hit him in the face, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, 16, 17. Yes, that's enough. Um, so he, he does a piddling bit of damage to you with his um, uh, point of damage. Well, is that five option. over? Is that going to be three points or is that just going to be two points? It kind of doesn't matter. He goes, okay. he goes flying. <laughs> he, I still want to do three points. He smashed yeah. against the wall. <laughs> However, it being a conga line of death, the next one advances handily and... Uh, Takes oh my goodness, and hits you in the face. Okay, and you take two points of damage. All right, I'll spend two awesome to, to reduce that. It. Okay, so it's down to one point of damage. All right, um, and you get a counterattack. All right, uh, seven. Uh, yeah, this is not dense, unfortunately. Um, uh, yes, this one uh, manages to duck under um, under. Uh, your swing, your statuary swing. Yep. Okay. I've got a caught in a torch holder. Uh, yeah. I, oh, uh, okay. and you've been focusing. I'm going to hum that. And the door opens. Freak. And oh, Ragnar the Invincibly Insane is down there. And he's, and he's been priming for this moment. He's been <laughs> saying insane things. And he's got, he's, he's got like the berserker foam going on. He's like, <laughs> And, uh, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Exactly. Taught I was dead, did you know? Oh, Gragnor. There's a reason you run Pong Queen. <laughs> At the dance. <laughs> and uh, the remaining three guards are... N- oh, sorry. The remaining four guards are now... Uh, looking around rather nervously, especially as Gregnar the Invisibly Insane. <laughs> Are the grates open? Uh, no, only two of them. Okay. Um, well, then, is this guy still high up on the stairs? A little bit, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll shoot at him. Okay. Uh, I'd like to push this guy into the open Gregnar the Invisibly Insane. <laughs> here, all here. Hang out with the insane guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop him. Okay. Um, all right, and this guy, by the way, is a wounded bad guy. All right, I'm gonna beat him to death with my large bone. Oh, sounds. sounds I've got a bone. To pick yeah. With you. <laughs> now, oh, how many points would it? I could have made David Caruso for this game. What <laughs> 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 the sunglasses? 
Greg nor the Invincibly Insane <laughs> up into, like, to basically just lift him. Levitate him up out of it? Uh, quite a spell, but I, I wanna, I'm gonna, I'll give you your puppet strings if you spend, say, two awesome points. Okay. And there's going to be frog. Oh, <laughs> damn straight. <laughs> and for my next trick. <laughs> and I might start thinking. Now, Mr. Here Invincibly Insane, is. you and I have never met. Is that correct? <laughs> 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 the fire the uh, all right. Um, he is and are you force. still uh, defending the... Yeah. Okay. None shall go. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the cleric uh, took a pot shot with which book? Uh, the... Um, Oh, what, what should I take? What's he wearing? Uh, this guard, he's uh, the, these um, uh, uh, slaver soldiers are a little bit sort of sort of cruddier than. The I'm guys in sandals, so, so the the benefit of never tripping over your shoelaces in in my sandals. It makes sense if I hit him. Uh, Sixteen definitely hits. So I will spend an awesome point to add a cool effect. Okay. So I will say that the, the blow makes him stumble and he goes western style off the stairs. Of course, a Wilhelm nice. scream yeah. as, he, <laughs> as he goes over the edge. As he he style. Give it at, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, indeed. And um, you begin casting the most powerful puppet string spell that yeah. you've ever worked on. Uh, it doesn't quite work yet. <laughs> Even awesome though you just learned. <laughs> and, uh, and you can, so the hear, first one. can hear the, the, the mist begin the gathering down in the pit and the uh, and Greg Nor the Invincible being insane is getting more and more insane. You know, he's down there gibbering like a Tasmanian devil. It's insane. And he has liberated his mind from sanity. <laughs> All right, Morzak. Uh, these uh, these, these uh, two guards left up here have clearly been manhandling uh, Gorzak. Uh, go ahead and take a shot at him. Oh, we did one. All right. Uh, 14. Oh, yeah. So he's gone. Um, you get a little bit of follow through on that too. All right. Uh, uh, not enough. Not enough, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, Gorzak's all you get him, Gorzak. <laughs> For the Bat Goblin Tribe, the Dragon Bones, this <laughs> Boomba, and. Um, Nice, nice uh, the other guard, however, is, is uh, taking a swipe back at you, and a 17 unfortunately hits, but not in the face. You take a point of damage. I'm going to be a little bit of a bastard. Pump that to two points. I'm going to be a bastard and cancel it. Oh, you bastard. There's all sorts of bastardry afoot. And, um, uh, and then the guy up on the scaffolding attempts to uh, get past you. Um, and unfortunately, eleven okay. uh, hits you That's a for a point, which does give you a counterattack. All right. Actually, I'm gonna also want to be more of a bastard. No, you, no, you are. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Everything's coming back to me. It's a fluid economy. Um, in the face, damn straight. Uh, eleven plus one yeah, is 12. enough to do it, and you pink missed him. 
And uh, yeah, I, remember this is blessed, so it does an additional damage. Yeah, I think it did like five damage to him. He is pancaked, uh, but with a blessed statue. It's uh, it's great. You have defeated all three soldiers, and you have successfully defended the god. You give yourself a good King Leonidas roar of uh, triumph. Uh, you get to throw uh, the last guard. Uh, oh man, you gotta beat a you gotta beat a two. So I'm sure you do. Uh, as as Gregor the Invincibly Insane is slowly rising out of the pit, uh, the dwarf runs up and and uh, fireman throws uh, the remaining guard down into the pit, and then there's this horrible buzzsaw sound <laughs> 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 and bits of tripe and blood. <laughs> He's so insane. <laughs> and then as uh, now the now the prison guard has become the prison. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then as uh, oh. As Constance finishes her spell, the mists pour out of the, uh, 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 the cell, rising out from the thing. Gregnar is, is, is shrieking and gibbering with like bits of guard, like you know, all over him. And he's looking around. And he's all, "Where? What do you want me to kill? What do I want me to kill? Where's the guards?" And then you realize it's just you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gregnar, this reminds me of the time you were banned from Pee Wee Rugby for crimes against humanity. Bartleby, so good. To see you. Hold on, let me wipe this foam off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do I have something in my eye? Oh, a bit of guard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was more eye. Would have been interesting. Um, nothing at all. Can I spend uh, three to do the uh, work the room? And oh, get, you can. Definitely. And get plus seven to convince them that Shazazarath Barenthom is responsible for their, uh, <laughs> their emancipation. No, so as, as, uh, as the goblin goes back to finish opening all of the gates, uh, you yeah, make a 12. grand soliloquy. Oh, my God. Uh, and an entire room fall, and you know, slaves being so much susceptible, yeah. Stockholm style <laughs> <laughs> conversion, uh, uh, quickly take up uh, the clarion call of defeating tyranny in all its forms and grabbing falchions and other things with Gregnor the invincibly insane and putting on wigs. They begin pouring up the stairs. Putting on wigs. <laughs> and they're, they're singing the official Shaznat. Yeah, there we go. That's good. Whatever. Uh, you can believe your oath, and uh, I believe you actually believe a bunch of your stuff. So. Well, hold on, because I have one awesome one point thing. left, and for okay. completeness for the third leg of my journey, uh-huh. there is a guard table with several mugs of ale. There are, yes. And I shall quaff one <laughs> and celebrate my victory. Okay, make a commitment check. Oh, God. Because, I mean, you know. You definitely be the three. So one after another, you go to town like Bluto from Animal House, uh, smashing each mug on your head uh, as you finish it, and um, and can successfully complete all your adventuring goals. How did everyone else do on adventuring goals? Uh, I liberated the hell out of some stuff. Hell yeah, you did. Man, I made some converts. I don't even so. know. <laughs> I feel like I might have at least halfway done it for taking a whole turn of combat to carve the door. No, you, that, I, I don't think I, you... You were a completist. I don't think you I, left a door <laughs> of the car yeah, in this I entire adventure. You, you did it. You uh, it. He, he saved his brother and a bag of gold. So. Yeah, but um, is, is your statue magical? I was still blessed. Uh, I don't know. How long does the blessing last? As long as he wants to uh, as long stay as I want to leave a blessing. I'm running away with this statue. I am going okay. to murder you. 
Well, uh, we'll save that for the definitely the start of a campaign. Oh, well, so. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're we're at about quarter to one here. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. last thing that I like to do. Yeah. Uh, after a rip roaring adventure here, let's sort, of, sort of go around. I want to hear sort of like the uh, the future adventures of each character. Well, after losing my statue, I go and kill whatever the king or emperor is there to use his statue uh, as the next weapon. Uh, and then, uh, because Grigner commits more crimes against humanity, I'm exiled from this country. <laughs> Reasonable enough. And uh, I go off to uh, loot treasure from other dead kings because the dead, have, you know, I must liberate their gold from, you know, sort of your thing. Yeah, so. Of course, uh, the goblin is always right behind you to liberate the gold from you. As, as, seeing as I freed my brother Gorzup. Gorzuk and Morzuk will travel together now, um, following behind Bartleby, always trying to steal his magic statue, <laughs> perhaps succeeding one day. I'm, uh, I've somehow got myself a with, with a wizard who works, works in different dimensions, and every time we step through one of those fancy dimensional doors... You're the next the doctor. Who is this? <laughs> is <that> it? <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will go on to convert all of Mistwatch and uh, stay around because I'm a man of peace to deal with all the bureaucratic problems of having city where everyone has the same name. <laughs> Making postal service a nightmare. <laughs> so. There's actually possibly a bureaucratic efficiency. <laughs> and I sadly retire from the party to leave, to return home to my clan hold in my self-imposed exile, a proud dwarf. And I grow into a pillar of dwarfish society. And I grow out my beard, my long braided, braided, luxurious beard, which is only rivaled by that of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Until I hear about it and I immediately begin a campaign against the tyrannical dwarf. <laughs> but does the dwarf ever put on underwear? <laughs> no, that would just be on dwarf. Well, of course it would. However you say it. All right. uh, I cannot thank you guys enough. That was an absolute blast. Thank you. Yes, that was amazing. That was a fun game. And you've all been uh, wonderful uh, advocates for the game, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun making it, and I just love to see people having fun with it. So. All right. Uh, and, and definitely, um, the game is free. And it's free to, to hack and make your own and make your own classes if you want. And make you know, we'll have to it, do a cyberpunk it. version. Yes, there is uh, mirror shades. All this stuff, so uh, it's fast, it's loose, it's fun. Um, I call it you know, it's awesome. I call it cocktail knack in D and D because you know if you're just looking for something to play and maybe you had a few beers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it works great. Yeah, no joke. I've had a few so. Yeah, I can attest to that. I've run run it twice now, two pickup games, just out of the room, nothing written. Oh yeah. And it's just great fun. Cool. Alright. Alright, cool. Well that's that's all. And uh, we'll see you guys next time with RPPR. You guys have any um, questions? <laughs> or?